Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to The Pick'em Show on the Wide Men Radio Network, brought to you by the law offices of Stephen P. New, StripCamFun.com, Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC, and Stay Classy Meets. Be sure to tune in weekly as the guys give you their picks for the upcoming games of college football and the NFL. You can also check us out on Twitter, at WideJump, where Nate posts his picks for the NBA games of that day. Be sure to check out our sponsors and also check out WideMenCan'tJump.com as well as Patreon.com slash WideMenCan'tJump. And now, we go to your Pick'em Show this week. Take it away, and hopefully we can win some money. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Wide Man Can't Jump Pickett Show. This is Tim, and of course, tonight, no Nate. Nate is off uh, living his wrestling dreams. And instead, we have our one of our semi-regulars. Sideshow Jeff is with us tonight to impress us with his NFL knowledge. How's it going, Jeff? Pretty good. How about you, Tim? Excited to be on the show. No, no complaints today. Hoping for uh, as exciting a day in uh, NFL football as we got in college today. So let's hope so. Oh, it was. Uh, I thought it was a really good day. I, I, I thought Penn State was overrated. Uh, Big Ten usually is, other than Ohio State. Sometimes they are as well. But uh, I believe Penn State missed out on their chance to get in the playoffs today by losing to Minnesota. Well, I think is uh, Alabama is in trouble too now, so they're going to have to get some help from uh, somebody else who's undefeated. Is going to have to go down, or they're they're probably not going to get in either. Yeah, you know that late. I mean, I know they lost at home, uh, but that late score, that last score that they got, that could prove. Yeah, it, it depends down on. The yeah, it depends on there again. We always get that same sort of thing going on where uh, how okay losing is bad, but how bad is losing to what's probably going to be the number one ranked team come Monday morning? Um, yeah. You know how, how does that really? How much punishment do you take for that? I, I don't know. Um, yeah. How I mean LSU, I would think would have to be, even though Ohio State won again uh, today. They've beat four top yeah. teams, including. Uh, Alabama at their house, so, which hasn't been done in a while. Uh, but I would, 2015, I believe. Yeah, I, I think it would have to be uh, LSU 1, OSU 2, Clemson uh, 3. Then after that, it's kind of tough. Uh, I don't necessarily think Georgia is out of the picture either. You know, if they would happen to upset LSU if they both went out and play each other in the uh, SEC title game. Uh, if they beat, uh, that pretty much becomes a, a de facto quarter quarterfinal game for them. If they would happen to win, I believe, win the rest of their games, they would be in the uh, college football playoff. Uh, LSU might drop, but it yeah, would have hurt Alabama, got, I think. you got a couple, of, and then you got a couple of stragglers. Like, what do you do with Baylor? Uh, who admittedly I don't think is as good as the other teams, but they're still undefeated. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota. 
Yeah, I mean they won today. Yeah, and, uh, if yeah, they would be Ohio State. Where, yeah, <laughs> where where do you, where do you put them? Like especially if Ohio State happens to cop up a game too. I think they've got to play Penn State and Michigan yet. Yeah, um, yeah, they they're they got a tough schedule still yet. You know they're going to earn it if if they stay undefeated. They're at least going to earn it, just like LSU has so far. But yeah, it's an inter- It was an interesting uh, day, and there's still all kinds of scenarios to play out. Uh, let's get to the NFL though. Um, the Thursday nighter, the Raiders beat the Chargers 26-24. Uh, surprised? Not surprised? Uh, I was not surprised. Uh, being at Oakland. Uh, Oakland's not a bad team. Um, I know our buddy Nate doesn't like to hear that, but uh, their quarterback is probably playing the best he's played in his career, except for maybe that year they made the playoffs and he broke his leg. But uh, it seems like he's playing better without. I mean, I know he lost to Mari Cooper last year, uh, but he's having a really good – he's been really efficient – Hasn't made a whole lot of mistakes. And, um, you know, the Chargers are the Chargers. You, that's one team you don't bet a, bet on or bet against. Uh, Phillip Rivers, can, it's definitely a love-hate. He's a Jekyll and Hyde type player. Uh, yeah, I think they're going to have to take a long, hard look. Um uh, maybe not moving on from him, but something isn't working there. I'm not sure what it is, but uh, they should be better. Their personnel would indicate to me anyway they should be better than four and six, and they're not. So, yeah, I don't know what the story is. And mind you, they, their defense is not the greatest. That's not helping. Um, right. But anyway, so so you weren't surprised by that. Fair enough. No, um, I think the I think the game was a minus one game, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, the Raiders are the uh, redheaded stepchild. They're good one week, not so good the next. But I think they're a little bit better than people think they are, but not as good as the Raider Nation thinks they are. Right, right. They're, they're right. getting better, uh, but some of those. Rookies and stuff that they were able to draft. Hey, they—they've got a chance to. Uh, I mean, they're only a game behind Kansas City. Right. I, th- I think potentially they could win ten games. They're five and four right now. Uh, looking at they their schedule. Soft, yeah, they got a soft schedule too. So. Right. They could be like the last wild card, maybe. Or, I know it's hard to believe, but. I mean, it's just laying well, it out there, looking at their yeah, schedule. They're to make yeah, it. no, I, I don't think you're wrong. Um, like I said, I'm not a big Raider fan either, but uh, five wins is five wins. That's three more than I thought they were going to get. So, <laughs> you know, well, they didn't really – I mean, they they had very low expectations coming into the season. So, right. uh, yeah, I mean, I can't say – that I'm surprised that they, or that I am, that I'm not surprised they've done as well as they have. But anyhow, let's get to Sunday. Uh, we got uh, Sunday morning, the one o'clock game. So it's not morning for you guys, morning for me. Uh, the Detroit Lions are in Chicago at Soldier Field to play the Bears. Uh, minus two and a half to the Bears. Last time, I think we had the show. Philip Rivers went into Chicago being plus two and a half. 
and uh, I believe Detroit won, or I'm sorry, uh, San Diego did win the game. Uh, Chicago had a, another epic fail at the end, and uh, I expect Matt Stafford in the lines to to be good with the two and a half. That is my take. Um, I kind of felt that uh, you know somebody might have to start re-looking at the Khalil Mack trade. Not so much that Chicago didn't get a great player, but boy, uh, Jordan would look pretty good on the Bears right now, wouldn't he? Oh, yes. Uh, uh, I mean, the, the Bears' offense is the problem. They, they can't score. Right. They could they could use some of those draft picks they gave away might have been uh, – might have been nice to uh, get some offensive players. And I won't go so far as to say they lost that trade or anything like that, but it's not looking as good as it did when they made it. Yeah. I read, uh, Tim, that uh, not too long ago that the uh, in the training room, in the locker room, uh, the, the Bears had the TVs removed because all they heard was criticism of Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> and uh, well, there's they, a lot to criticize, <laughs> right? So they, you know, it's already bad enough, and can he overcome that? I don't know if he was the right guy. But, I mean, they trade, they gave up a lot. I believe they gave up uh, maybe a second round pick to just move up one spot uh, in front of the Forty Niners. Yeah, the and then they, and, so. yeah, and then they took the wrong guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mahomes was out yeah. there, and I believe there was somebody else. There was a, if I'm not mistaken. There was a couple of yeah. There was a couple other ones. He he has not done well in Chicago. But then again, I don't know. I'm not sure who the offensive coordinator is for the Bears. But you know, the, Chicago has never traditionally been a passing attack offense. They've always kind of been a running, grinded out smack mouth football kind of thing because of the weather maybe partially but he's not getting it done and whether he's got the talent to get it done I don't know but he's not doing it that's that's the bottom line um, where I'm standing anyway the Bears are the Bears are after last year they've been a pretty major disappointment um, You're taking the Lions too. I'll take the, yeah, I'll take Detroit. Uh, all right, so that's two for Detroit. Uh, moving on, Baltimore Ravens six and two at the zero and eight Bengals. Baltimore minus ten. No, uh, Cincinnati. We've talked about they've been competitive, uh, even though they lost eight games. Uh, they went to London, and I believe they. Rams beat them by 14 just to barely cover the spread against them. Uh, you know, for me, this is a tough one because I, I, I definitely feel Baltimore's going to win the game, whether or not they, you know, cover the 10 points is another story. Yeah. But the rushing attack that Baltimore has, Cincinnati's going to struggle with. Uh, I just, you know, they have all year, and Baltimore, I think, may be leading the league in rushing. I mean, it's not a surprise with who their quarterback is. and and um, we'll have a Mark Ingram as well. So I'm going to say that Baltimore uh, does go into Cincinnati and does cover the spread. But the game yeah, I would probably we, stay, stay away from. Away from? 
Yeah, the Bengals, uh, A.J. Green well, isn't going to play. Um, they're up, uh, Alex Redmond is out. They have a cornerback out. They got some injuries. Uh, and I just, Andy Dalton, I just, I, I, another quarterback that, you know, they can move the ball half decently. They score some points, but when it comes down to crunch time. Is he starting? Not, I don't know. Somewhere that he wasn't. But I'm not 100% sure about that. But I'm going to take Baltimore nonetheless. I guess the 0-8 Bengals. I mean, you would think they got to win sometime. But it's probably not going to be. But it's probably not going to be against Baltimore. Uh, next up, another one of those games, which I, I'm a little leery of. Uh, Buffalo. In in Cleveland, Cleveland is minus three for this game. Yeah, yeah. You know, the last game I said to stay away from. Absolutely, absolutely, stay away from betting on this game. Uh, Buffalo is six and two. Cleveland's two and six. And Cleveland is a three point favorite at the. And this game smells bad. I mean, with that spread, I mean, you want Somebody... to take. Somebody take thinking something, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, I wouldn't pick that for nothing in the world. I mean, that's. No, I mean, if I had to play with my own money, uh, yeah, this is not a game I'm putting anything down on. I'm guessing the thinking here is that at home, Baker Mayfield does something and yes. Cleveland wins, I guess is the thinking. But, gee, Buffalo's been, I'm going to take Buffalo. I just don't like Cleveland. Um, yeah, I'm like you against anybody else, but yeah. Seems to be a lot of, um, uh, you know, I, I keep seeing on the sports. I mean, they're, they're two and six, and yet I keep hearing about how good they are. And Mayfield, we know what we got in this team. We believe it's blah 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 blah. Yeah, but you, but you suck. So <laughs> you know, results. Like, yeah, start doing something. I mean, that's all. I mean, of course, that's what they have to say, I guess, but. You know, they're a team. I mean, they've also got to be considered a major uh, disappointment. I mean, people had high hopes for them this year, and I believe they cut loose. Um, they cut loose one of their wide receivers for telling a fan he was going to kill him after last week's loss. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yes, and I just like, good lord, <laughs> like that yeah, is not they, that is not what you want to see, right? <laughs> That's not what you want to see coming out of a out of a team, though. That says the locker room something's going on in there that's not good, in my opinion. I like. I, I mean, I would if I guess if I had to pick it, you know, I would take Buffalo. But there again, it's another one. That's three. That's three games that we've taken the road team. Yeah, but this but that game could this game could easily be Cleveland twenty eight, Buffalo fourteen. Right, that could easily right. that could easily happen, but if I, if you know, on paper Buffalo should win. Right. Okay, and, there, and we got another one. This one, this next one is also a bit iffy in my book. Uh, the Chiefs are uh, in Tennessee to play the Titans. Now, Patrick Mahomes, I believe, has been cleared to start. From what I, I believe, I'm correct on that. Uh, KC minus six and a half. AC minus six. If it, if he starts, uh, I'm gonna. 
I have to. He's going to have to prove it to me uh, that he's still healthy and that he can is mobile. And uh, although I mean, if he if I knew for sure he'd be healthy, of course the spread would probably be more. But, well, maybe, but I'm going to have to take Tennessee in the six and a half at their house. That's that's bad, Jeff. You, are you reading my notes or what? What's the start here? Um, no, I don't. I haven't. We haven't, just, I haven't talked to you for like four no, or five yeah, days. No, that's, that's true. I, I I have to agree with you on this one. I I, I like Kansas City, but um, I don't know. Like he, to, to me, he's me. yeah. To me, he's he's one good hit away from being right back on the sidelines. Uh, popped out kneecaps is a bizarre injury. Now he might have he might have you know they popped it back in and he may have recovered from that. But what's the strength of that knee now? I kind of I've always kind of assumed it's sort of like a, a shoulder separation where once it happens to you once, you're much more likely to have it happen to you again. Yeah. And is I he going to be a little bit? What kind of shape is he in? Like, I mean, I know he's a young guy and all that, but there's right, a big difference right. between game shape and shape. Yeah, um, shape. You know, will, yeah, you know, will he be a little rusty? I mean, if I'm the Titans, I think i got to go after him. You know, like oh, you're going to see the house. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I think Brady would. He put some pressure on him. Yeah, I think I'm going to blitz him and show him some different looks because, I mean, you probably have to anyway because he is Patrick Mahomes after all. Because if you don't do something, he's going to light you up probably, but I don't take Tennessee. I'm not. Yeah, the Chiefs. I don't know. Six and three, but that six and three, I think, is a bit inflated. Of course, that means the Chiefs will win by twenty-eight. But anyway, <laughs> okay. Here's a no-brainer. Except maybe the spread might be a little big. Uh, Atlanta at New Orleans. Uh, last week we got hosed because we didn't know Breeze was playing. And New Orleans came out and won. Uh, New Orleans is minus 13 and a half. Well, the question is, is Matt Ryan going to play? I mean, um, I'm not saying that they can't, but it could. this game could be a shootout. All the New Orleans defense has been playing well all year. Uh, one of the few teams that shut down uh, uh, Mike Evans. So. Okay. Uh, Falcons, uh, Ryan with ankle injury will start. Versus the Saints with a sprained ankle. I don't know. Matt Ryan is not the mobilest quarterback to start with. Not really known for his running prowess. Um, so that might be. That might play into your pick, I guess. I like. Uh, Atlanta uh, getting the thirteen and a half. Um, he Ryan has uh, several weapons: uh, Julio Jones, um, Calvin Ridley, Austin Hoover. Their tight ends having a great year, and uh, I expect. I mean, I know. Camara's coming back with the uh, Saints, uh, and he's over, overcame his ankle injury. But I believe that uh, 
Thomas is probably Mike Thomas is probably going to have a field day with Atlanta secondary. But I, I really expect a shootout, and uh, with that, with uh, Ryan coming back, and uh, I believe they can keep it within 13 and a half points. Um, so I like the Falcons on the road minus 13 and a half. Or I'm sorry, plus thirteen and a half. back. Okay, let's see. I'm sorry we had some kind of technical difficulty, but uh, hopefully Tim can get back underway. And uh, we'll just wait on him and see if he gets going again over the over the area. All right, I'm back. Okay. 
Sorry for that interruption, folks. I I don't know. This computer just it does not like blog talk. It keeps booting me out all the time. But anyway, I'm back. I'm on the phone this time, so I won't get booted. Uh, where were we? New Orleans. Yeah, I I didn't know if they heard, but I took uh, I went with the Falcons. Uh, we might be different on this one. And, uh, but uh, that's yeah, a lot of points. I think I'm going to go with the New Orleans on this one. I just the Falcons. Uh, man, man, just not good. Not good stuff. For my two cents. But anyways, all right. Uh, Moving on, uh, New York Giants at New York Jets, the mediocrity bowl. The, the battle of New York, uh, I wouldn't even call it mediocrity. The, <laughs> I would call it below the, average. The, who, who should tank harder for the first-round pick? Um, the Giants are three-point favorites. And this is a road game for them, technically. Technically, uh, yes. No, it's not. Uh, the Jets, actually, their fans get the home the, the tickets, um, most of the fans should be Jets fans. Not to say they can't sell to Giants fans. They can <laughs> the Jets have got fans. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'd say even though I think they they both have three wins combined, I I'd say the Jets. This was this is a big event for them, the cities, regardless of. Well, it's the only are. thing either te- either teams really got left to kind of hang their hat on for the year. Right. True. You know, at least we didn't lose to the crosstown rival. Right, right. So this is a Super Bowl of New York City. Um, <laughs> Good God. <laughs> or the Tulip Bowl of New York City. Um, but I uh, I like the I like the Giants uh, to cover. Yeah, I think that the Giants are their own worst enemies couple of games they've lost they they actually probably shouldn't have their quarterback has made a few very untimely errors um they played with the cowboys for three quarters uh yeah they they, the they have hung a few times with some teams the jets on the other hand um lost to the Dolphins. i don't know sam darnold Starting to wonder if he's got what it takes. Starting to wonder if he's got the Mitch Trubisky disease. Well, I mean, it, it doesn't. I mean, obviously, it doesn't help that they're playing where they're, you know, that he's playing for who he's playing for. Um, I mean, the Jets started out not. You know, they lost to the Bills by a point, and then they lost to Cleveland. That was a bit of a stinker. They lost to New or- uh, New England. Uh, the Eagles spanked them. And they beat the Cowboys. Right. The Cowboys I, I, were when <laughs> the Cowboys were being there. schizophrenic. Then, yeah. but then the last couple of weeks they've been the Patriots manhandled them, the Jaguars manhandled them, and then they lost to the Dolphins. Which, wow. Um, yeah, I got to take the Giants. I just can't see the Jets. Well, it was really the Cowboys. I believe they had. Uh, their offensive line was hurt, and they had a few defensive injuries at the time. Even though it's no excuse, uh, just wanted... well, the Cowboys need to. The Cowboys are another one of those teams where they play a lot better against a better team. Yeah, they play for, down for some the reason. They don't play as the games they really should win. They don't. You're right. For for whatever reason, I don't know if that's poor coaching or ego or what it is, but 
uh, you know, because when, when they have beaten the, the better teams, they have actually done fairly well against. Uh, all right, so we both got the uh, Giants on that one. Um, boy, another snoozer. The Nate Bush game of the week. The Arizona Cardinals in Tampa to play the two and six Bucks. Tampa Bay minus four and a half. This is another one that you're like, would I really bet on this game? Um, well, if you were Nate Bush, yes. You plunk your money down on the Bucks, and well, then you cry after the game. Well, usually, you know, uh, the Buccaneers have been an underdog. And, you know, uh, Winston's passed for a lot of yards per game. They're, you know, they, they, that one game in London, I think he had five or six turnovers. But other than that, they've played uh, pretty well offensively. They probably, you know, against Seattle, they played a really good game. Probably should have won that one. Uh, for, not for some mistakes late and that, and they lost the coin toss for overtime, but uh, which I, I think should uh, be changed. I don't know how you feel about it. I think every both teams should give be given some type of opportunity with to have the ball. Yes, um, they need to, they need to switch. I think I may have been against this at one time, but I'm not anymore. They need to switch to the college. I rule. mean, we had we had a Super Bowl like that a few years ago that the Falcons didn't touch the ball. It's you're you're. Exp- I mean, if that if you like the logic of the of the coin toss, then why don't they do it for both halves? True. I mean, we we even it out when we toss it the first time, right? Well, if you don't win it, you get the ball in the second half, right? Or whatever you you know, if you defer or whatever. So why suddenly in overtime does it not matter anymore? Right. Right. Um. I, 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 I don't understand the logic in it. It's, it's you're 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 putting the outcome on a game, on something that really requires absolutely no skill. It's purely luck. And then the AFC title game last year, the Patriots won the toss, and they took the ball down the field, completed had I think three third down conversions, and Pat Mahomes didn't get to touch the ball. I, I so, wonder if the only thing they're worried about in the, in the pro game is that games might last way too long. The defenses well, are going to get tired. Is anybody going to be able to stop anybody? <laughs> I feel like they should just play uh, a 10-minute quarter. Well, that's not and, a bad idea either. Whoever comes and, up at the end of that winning is the winner. Right. And then if you have a tie then, then there's a tie. But, of course, the playoffs would have to be uh, different. Uh, you know, you'd have to have, I believe, they have a ten-minute quarter, and then they go to uh, sudden death after that, I believe. And they should so. just put it on. You're going to kick field goals from the fifty, and if every both team makes it, you got to kick them from the fifty-two. If both teams make it, you got to kick them from the fifty-five until somebody starts missing. I think in college now they're making you after that was after the fourth or third or fourth. I think the fourth overtime, starting with the fifth, maybe you have to. It, each team just goes for two, alternating two points. Yeah, you have, to, you have to go for if, – if you yeah, if you don't uh, – you can only do the field goal thing. I think it's only the first or second time. Yeah. And then if it's tied after that, I could be wrong on that, but at some well, point I mean, the they field change, goal well, they, well, comes out of it. It used to be um, the after the after the second overtime, you had to start going for two if you scored a touchdown. But now – I think when you get to the fifth overtime, they don't. You don't even. You just get the ball at the the two or three yard hash mark, or the 
uh, and you just go for two. You don't, you know what I'm saying? Because there was a game yeah. where I think Carolina. I, I, somebody, yeah, I, I don't know what the answer is, but you're, but the, but the, the way they do it now really isn't yeah. the best way. I like the idea of just playing a quarter, another quarter, and then if you tie, you tie. You know, after that. But of course, that's all. So much of the stuff has got nothing to do with the game. It's oh well, if it's a one o'clock game and it goes into overtime and they got to play another ten minutes, that'll take a half an hour. And then the late game doesn't. You can't show it, or you know, and there's broadcast advertising and yeah. all that nonsense that plays such a huge role money, in all, this, money, all the rules. Everything comes down to money. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, sad but true. But anyways, but um, I. You know, Arizona's beat uh, some teams they should have. I mean, they beat the teams they should have beat, and then they lost to the teams they probably should have. Tampa Bay is not a bad team, and they're not a good team, but I'm going to say I like Arizona on the road with four and a half. I was going to say, I could see Tampa Bay winning by a field goal. Yeah. I'm going to take Arizona, too. I like uh, I like Tyler Murray. I'm really worried, Tim. I've I've taken uh, in out of our games. I've taken six of the road teams. So, <laughs> it's you know when normally when we pick the 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 you know the what the majority of people would pick, there's seven upsets and you don't do very well. So, I don't know. There are some weird games again this week because the next one up is another weird one. Although, I'm quite confident in the outcome, just the spread. Uh, Miami at, at the Indianapolis. I believe Ten and a half. is um and here's the big question I have about this game. Is Hoyer gonna start or is Brissett? Now if Brissett starts I like Andy covering the ten and a half. If Hoyer starts is I do not out. Well I wanna take Fitzmagic in the ten and a half on the road. <laughs> it's it's Fitzmagic. And another road team, by the way. And just another road team. So Brissett's out. So. Yeah, because I, you know, I don't know how. I mean, Hoyer? Yeah. 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 Not to <laughs> like say they, I mean, they won't win or have it, but I just, that's all, you know, a lot of points against a third string. You know, I know he's not a third string, he's second string, but if you think about it, he was behind luck. Brissett was behind luck. Hoyer, the third quarter. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? I mean,. It's, yeah, I don't know. Like Miami, I mean, Fitzpatrick is, as much as I think he's horrible, he does have moments of awesomeness. Yeah. You know, when he does kind right. of get, I mean, last week he can get he can get it done on occasion. Either that, or he's an interception machine, one of the two. But he um, <laughs> like. I gotta take the Dolphins. God, I can't believe I'm saying that. But a Brian <laughs> Hoyer led Colts. Right. Eesh. I don't know. I mean, and they uh, they lost to Pittsburgh last week. They barely beat Denver, two points. Um, they've been beaten by the Raiders already this year. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Brian, Ho- yeah, Brian Hoyer frightens me. Yeah, I'll take Miami to cover that. I don't know that they're going to win the game, right? But I could, right. I could even see them losing by ten. But that's I'll, a lot I'll of take right. that's a lot of points. Yeah, you know. so I'll take that ten. I'll take that hook there and, and enjoy 27, it. Twenty-seven, seventeen. Yeah, sure. This is the kind of game where uh, on uh, mybookie.ag, 
Uh, not that uh, we're not getting paid for that plug, but I throw it in there anyway. Uh, you can buy points if you okay, want. Okay, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, and it it cuts into your winnings, of course. But like in this game, if you were maybe a little bit worried, maybe you might spend uh, three dollars and buy two and a half, two three points, and and save yourself. Because I imagine the Dolphins have got to be getting pretty good odds. I'm going to look that up out of sheer Definitely, curiosity. Yeah. And, and you can say, so we both take Miami. I'm going to look that up. The next game is uh, Carolina at Green Bay. Uh, Packers are minus five and a half. Well, like it, we, I've told you all before, I believe the bookies with a minus five and a half at the confusion game on uh, spread on theirs. They really don't know what to put. Usually they're going to be either three or ten or, you know, or seven, something of that nature, but um, it does make half. you stop for a moment and go, okay. okay. Green Bay's probably coming off their worst game they played. You get the same yeah, day, and Aaron Rodgers didn't really look very good last week. Right. Uh, they have had trouble against uh, some good teams, with, some teams with really good running backs, which Carolina, obviously, I believe, in my opinion, has the best running back. Right now, uh, I'd say he's the best. Although I had read somewhere that he was pretty banged up. Um, I'm going to check to see if he's uh, playing or not. You know, it, we've had some cold weather through uh, where I live, and I expect if it's cold here, it's definitely going to be cold in Green Bay as well. Um, and they're coming okay, off McCa- the worst game. McCaffrey is good, is good to go for. Okay. For, uh, that being said, I, I still I like Green Bay to cover the five and a half. Uh, they're coming off of like, a bad game. Uh, Aaron Rodgers even said he which, um, probably some they needed some humble pie last week. Probably was a really good thing for them because they, he said they got caught up listening to uh, news or uh, on TV or the, reading the paper about how good they were, and uh, he said that was a really good thing for them. So I expect well, them to have a really good game, and uh, I expect them to uh, cover the spread. Yeah, if there's a if there's a quarterback in the uh, league who doesn't like losing. More than than he does. I don't know who it is, because he really is one of those guys that uh, he'll put the yeah. If anybody's going to come back from that, it's him. Uh, he he really hates, particularly at home, because he's still even after all these years, he's still living under the shadow of Brett Favre there. Favre, yeah. Uh, the uh, by the way, just for anyone's knowing. Uh, knowledge the ten dollar bet on the Dolphins will win you forty three bucks. Money so, line will. Yeah, they're plus four plus four hundred and thirty. Wow. So ten will get you forty three. So now, just to throw out another plug, if you did go to my bookie and you put in even ten, I think now I think the minimum you could put in is forty five. So if you put in fifty bucks, then you get fifty from them. You could play that game and not lose a cent. That's, you could put down a, a ten dollar bet and you get the, you get five. You basically, really, what it is is you get fifty dollars worth of free bets. So, 
like Nate and I have turned our our three hundred. So far, we've got forty one of it back. On yeah. forty one on uh, on seventy five dollars worth of betting, so we're not doing too bad. Right, we hit today on the LSU game LSU for nineteen. Games. Right, that, that, yeah. that was you were you were getting what six and a half points. Uh, we just bet an outright winner. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, you well, was... you can bet against the spread. You can bet over under. You can bet uh, just money line. Like the Dolphins bet there, that's on the money line. So I'm not sure what the uh, if you bet the ten and a half, you might even you might even get more money on that. No, you don't either. No, you don't pl- because because you're getting, no. they're basically up ten and a half to nothing. You're not going to get the same odds if they were to win. So yeah, no, you get. Uh, Everything and they're minus 115, so 10 would get you what 885, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. all right. So we're the Dolphins. Uh, I'll take the. Uh, yeah, I, I think I'll take the Packers. Uh, I like the Panthers, but I'll take. Uh, it's hard to bet against Green Bay in Green Bay with uh, 35 degree weather and snow. It's. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's tough because Aaron Rodgers seems to thrive in that environment for some reason. Yeah, you know, Kyle Allen, that's probably going to be his. Yeah, that definitely is his first trip to. Yeah, that's going to be a tough. Rambo. That's going to be a tough test. It's going to be a wake up call for him anyway because he ain't. Right. He might think he's seen that kind of pressure and crowd, but he hasn't. Right. I agree. With uh, you. All right. Next up, interesting game again. Five and three Rams, at the four and four Steelers. Uh, Rams minus four. And this game's at Pittsburgh, correct? That is correct. Uh, the Rams traveling. Uh, they did all right against the Bengals at London, but as you you know, you're talking about Pittsburgh playing at home, kind of like Green Bay. Probably going. It's probably I don't know if you had to fact check on me. It's probably going to be cool in Pittsburgh as well. Uh, the weather, I believe, was in the 50s, I believe. Well, that may not be too bad. 52 degrees. So, not hot, not cold. Right. Not real nice, uh, I guess. But uh, the thing I would say about this game before you pick is the um, Steelers have slowly gotten better. Yeah. As their quarterback gets used to, I mean, they lost their first three games, then swapped a win and a loss, and they've won three in a row. Granted, that's against San Diego, Miami, and Indianapolis. But, wins are wins. I don't really think the Rams are all that great. Um, they've really fell off uh, from last the Super Bowl. And, yeah, they, they're another team. they got another they got a quarterback that they moved the ball half decently, but you would think they would score more than they do. And Pittsburgh, you know, Tim, I believe Pittsburgh's defense is underrated as well. I think they've gotten better. What they've really struggled against uh, has been like uh, the short passes, like from against the Patriots, like against Edelman. They never uh, cover that well. You wonder the, if the, the vaunted Cooper's, Tom Brady offense. Yeah, if you wonder if the Rams will use Cooper Cup and those guys like in a similar situation which Cooper Cup's outstanding but against them but um 
I, you know, I like Pittsburgh and the four points at home. I'm telling you, that's hard to pass up. Uh, if they were only, you know, they they don't play well against the Patriots. They haven't in the last ten years. I don't I don't know what their record is. Maybe one or two and one or nine, two and eight. I don't know something of that nature. But against everybody well, else at home, they play really well. So when you look at the the Pitt, Pittsburgh's record, I mean, they got pounded by New England out of the gate. They lost by two points to Seattle, four points to San Francisco, and three points to Baltimore. All three pretty good teams. Yeah, playoff teams. Yeah. And other than that, they've won. So right. you even give them one of them, and they're five and four, looking at six and four, which in the uh, AFC North would put you fighting for the. You know, they'd be six and two instead of four and four. They'd be tied with Baltimore for the division lead. Right. So I don't think Pittsburgh is all that bad. Yeah, I think I, they've gotten better and better, and I'm, I'll take Pittsburgh. Uh, I'm not a big uh, L.A. Rams guy. Yeah, I like the Steelers as well in this one. Yeah, I think I think Pittsburgh will will be in it, and that could be another field goal game, but I'll take that with the minus four. Uh, all right, the Sunday nighter is the Vikings at the Cowboys. That's that's a tough one to pick uh, for me. Dallas is only minus three. The uh, Minnesota coming off a horrific loss to Kansas City. And, of course, Dallas coming off a beat down of the Giants, but which didn't really happen until the fourth quarter. Right. Yeah, um, they, they scored two. They it was scored pretty, maybe 21 unanswered points for uh, – I'm not sure on that. Yeah, it was pretty tight less. until the fourth quarter anyway. Right. Dallas is healthy the, again. Uh, it seems like their O-line is all healthy. Uh, Minnesota has a – uh, really, a r- really good running game this year. Dalvin Cook's leading the league in rushing. Uh, I, I, I could ex- see this game being a shootout. Um, yep, <laughs> that's quite possible. So, you know, is it, I mean, and really, I wish there was a. Th- I've always, Tim, I've always wondered if there's a way you could pick the uh, the handicap. Like if there's a a favorite, what's the odds of picking a Because I could see Dallas win this by a field goal, 34-31, you know. Top yeah, I, I would say this is a game where if it was in Minnesota, I'm picking the Vikings. Yeah. Because I think both teams, they're pretty close. Right. But because it's in Dallas, I kind of am leaning towards Dallas. Yeah. I, I feel a push all written all over this one. But that is quite possible. Um, I'll take the Cowboys, but I take them begrudgingly. Yeah. Um, they are better at home, normally. Um, yeah, I'll take Dallas, but boy, this this is this is another one could could go either way. Yeah. Well, and since you took them, I'll take the Vikings. Like you said, I uh, I believe we only had different on two. Maybe the Atlanta New Orleans game and the 
Vikings. And- yeah, we haven't differed much. I mean, we got the, the Monday Nighter, which is also a absolute classic on paper, but I think is not as close as everybody thinks it is. Seattle at San Francisco. Seattle or San Francisco minus six and a half. Wow. I'll give you well, my thoughts. I know that San Francisco is undefeated. Uh-huh. They have played nobody. No team. I mean, the best team they've played is Carolina. Yeah. They've beaten Tampa Bay, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh in the week they lost their quarterback, Cleveland, the just-mentioned Rams that we don't think are that good, Washington, who sucks, Carolina, and Arizona. They have played nobody. This is no, going Arizona to be their played, first. Played good late. Well, Arizona's not too bad. Yeah. But they I haven't mean, played, played a top-tier team. They played that game. They came back and. Uh, yeah, right, I'm not uh, saying the 49ers suck. Yeah. But I don't. They have not played anybody with a quarterback like Russell Wilson That's or the Seahawks, who have been um, pretty good. Uh, I'm taking Seattle. I'm taking Seattle to win outright. Uh, blah, 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 Seattle. I think this is the week San Francisco comes back down to earth. Um, I, you know, like you said, we I think a couple of weeks ago we we talked, I think you and Nathan may have picked Carolina. I just Yeah, we I did. Want, only reason I didn't pick uh, Carolina was because of the, the travel from coast to coast and San Francisco's I mean, they did end up beating them pretty bad, but this is, like you said, is a whole, totally different animal. Russell Wilson getting the, probably the MVP right now, uh, if not top two or three, getting six and a half points. I just got to think that uh, he's going to keep it some, you know, close. Even if they don't win, they're going to be within that. And, I mean, uh, he just so far this year, anyway, he has not made. Any mistakes? Right. He gets the spread. Yeah. I wonder what he would, what he is. I know he's got to be or with it or against whatever. Uh, you know, his record's probably pretty good. Yeah, so, I'm not sure. Well, he hasn't done a lot of losing since he's been there. Yeah, they've only lost year. two games, I believe. Right. Yeah, they're seven and it's two. Quick. So. Yeah, um, I got. I like him on the point. I mean. And you know, I I, I I differ with you on the winner. I, I believe San Francisco is going to win the game, but six and a half, him with six and a half points, give me that all day. I just think, like I said the Forty Niners. The, they, yeah, they're not horrible by any stretch. Don't get me wrong. They're eight no. I mean, eight no is eight no. Don't care who you're playing. Yeah. Eight no, but they have never. They haven't seen a team as good as Seattle. Right, right. We'll find out whether San Francisco is actually the real deal or not this week. Yep. If they can beat Seattle, even though it's in San Francisco, um, I don't know. I don't have a don't have a weather for that one, of course, because it's not till Monday night. But uh, yeah, I, uh, that that'll be a good game. That's 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 going to be. I tell you well, what, could be one of two seen. things. It'll either going to be really really close, or it's going to be just be watch as they trade touchdowns. <laughs> Another shootout. Uh, yeah, I like Seattle's had some good players. Uh, DK Metcalf, he's been a, a rookie. A rookie selected. He was. He's been a everything they've expected. Uh, I believe so far. So, and their running game's good. So, I expect. You know, this is a. 
what's the DB's name? It used to play uh, for Seattle. He's with. Uh, oh, um, Lynch. No, he plays for San Francisco now. Uh, oh, uh, defensive uh, back. Uh, uh, I, 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 was, I was just thinking out about him earlier. Uh, it was on the Legion of Boom with Seattle. Running uh, back, Sherman, Richard Sherman. San Francisco. Richard Sherman. So, oh, uh, right. Cool. Okay, yeah. So, uh, you know, this is uh, probably he feel, might feel like this is a revenge game himself uh, playing in Seattle. So it, it's it's bigger than what people might think. The thing I don't like about San Francisco is their quarterback. You're not, not a, sold on. You're not, not a sold on Jimmy G. Still not. Not sold on Jimmy G. Yet. Yeah. Well, he has to. Like you said, he has to continue, and you know this will be. I think this will be. This is probably his biggest game of his starting career. You know, he came in with the Patriots. Yeah, like I said, I, there again, not saying he's horrible, but he he does. Um, on occasion, he throws some balls he shouldn't. Now that, like I said, that might be he's still learning a bit because he hasn't really started that many games in his career. But yeah, um, Mitch Trubisky started more games than he has. Mitch. Of course, he hasn't won as many. Yet. Well, he may have. I don't know. I, I think I think uh, Jimmy G's fifteen and two as a starter. I believe fourteen or fifteen and two, maybe. I'm not sure. Um, oh, hold on. Uh, I just know he he. He's not uh, – mind you, I don't know what kind of – I don't see the 49ers. You never get to see them because they have been bad for so long they really weren't on the schedule much for television. So I, I, I have to admit that there ain't no record. While I think it sounds very impressive, I'm not really sure. I don't know because I haven't seen them except, you know, highlights or whatever, and that doesn't count for much. Uh, like I said, it'll be a, it should be a good game, and – Full marks to the 49ers if they can beat Seattle. Well, then that says something about the 49ers. Because, um, I mean, oh, I Seattle is right up there. So, Yeah, I definitely like the six and a half. Uh, that uh, takes care of the NFL games. Um, I don't know what's going on in those. going to take a quick look at the world of college sports quickly here, see what's going on. Might have Georgia is winning sixteen to nothing. Clemson is beating NC State twenty eight nothing. Big surprise there. Notre Dame. Oh, Notre Dame just laying it to Duke. Too bad that wasn't basketball. <laughs> you know, it's really hard to say. Uh, Clemson's going to probably have a cakewalk all the way through, and you won't. It won't really be able to gauge who. Uh, yeah, they didn't well play anybody. Right, and, and they're, you know, they're not you know going they're good. To. You just don't know. Uh, and oh, they good. played uh, Texas A&M, uh, which I know is a pretty good SEC team, uh, and they beat them. Uh, but you just yeah, don't, but they you have know, literally ACC's played down. nobody. Right. Syracuse, Florida. I mean, okay, Florida State, but they're not their program is falling into disrepair. Yeah. You know, Louisville, Boston College, Wofford last week. What the fuck is Wofford doing on? Yeah, you shouldn't be on Clemson's schedule. schedule. That's insane. Like, really? What's the rest of their schedule look like? Uh, they've got. I mean, they're playing NC State. They got Wake, Wake Forest, and South Carolina. Yeah. 
so, yeah, the ACC title game. I don't know who that'll be against. It could be. I don't know if Vitex and their. Um, well, right. Lake Forest is second in the. Atlanta, well, I guess it depends on. I mean, Virginia is the coastal. In the other division is leading the other division, but there's nobody in the other division. Virginia Tech um, was the record. Who? Virginia Tech. Six and three. They're behind Virginia is seven and three. Uh, I mean the con- oh no, in the conference Virginia is five and two, and Virginia Tech is three and two. How come the games? How come they haven't played? They must somebody must have some buys coming up or something. Probably, I'd say Virginia Tech has already I mean, had a buy. Clemson is six and zero in the conference, and then Wake Forest is three and two. So they next, lost uh, Virginia know. Tech today. I expect Virginia yeah. Tech to, to play. I mean, they lost to Notre Dame last week, and heartbreaking. But uh, usually, they beat Virginia in their rivalry game. They usually dominate that. Uh, they've dominated that series for some time. But uh, I mean, Cle- Clemson is going to be like they might get into the four spot just because somebody lost. But not really because of anything they did. <laughs> right. Right. Well, they're going to move up today, or just because two teams got beat. Bama got beat and uh, Penn State, so they were fifth going in. And probably, yeah. I would say Dabo was Sweeney was probably the happiest being outside looking in because it gave him player his players more motivation. Hey, we're the defending champs, but they got us ranked fifth, even though we haven't played. Well, anybody. they. I mean, they have to go into third spot. Yes. The. Uh, the college football playoff rankings were Ohio, LSU, Alabama, Penn State, Clemson. Right. So they have to go into third because there's no way they can put them below two teams that have lost. Right. Then the question becomes Who's if Georgia. <laughs> then, then you've got a mess because you've got Alabama at 8-1, and one, Penn State at 8-1. and one. If Georgia wins, they'll be 8-1. and one. Oregon's at eight and one. Utah's at eight and one. Uh, Oklahoma will be at eight and one. Yeah. You got Minnesota a lot. Baylor. You got Baylor down lower. That's eight and zero. Oh. Uh, Minnesota's going to have to going to jump up quite a bit by beating Penn State. Right. And they're also undefeated, so I don't know what that counts for, but it should count for something. Yeah. Um, they won their game today. They beat the fourth ranked team today. Yeah, I mean, uh, so really. Could you? Could you? I mean, if I'm doing the rankings, I know this isn't how it works. But if I'm doing them, it's Ohio State, LSU, Clemson, and Minnesota. I mean, right? Just if, by if, virtue of the fact that they beat a team, they're undefeated, and they beat a team in the top four. Right. If you're if you're going to rank Penn State fourth, and and you lost to a team that's undefeated, then they should be up. You would you would think. But they won't be. They probably won't have them nope. past Georgia. They won't have them past Bama. They'll have to win out. They'll still have to be, you know. They'll have to, if they win out, they'll have to play Ohio State probably in the uh, in the conference championship. More than likely. So, you know, Ohio State if they beat Michigan and if they beat Penn State and then if they beat Minnesota, you know, they're deserving of probably. Well, Minnesota, I mean, they they hold their fate in their hands because they still got to play um, uh, Iowa, who was ranked 18th, but I think they lost today. Uh, and they still got another game against Wisconsin, so they've got to play till two top twenty-five teams. Right, Wisconsin. Um, that'll be a tough game for them. I don't know how they uh, Wisconsin. I don't know how they did this week. Oh, they oh cool. They were playing each other. Wisconsin beat Iowa twenty-four <laughs> twenty-two. 
that just muddies up the waters a whole bunch more with a two point right. win. Right. Um yeah, I don't I don't know. And there's still lots of questions to answer yet. Ohio State's still gotta play Penn State and Michigan. Yeah. And that's in the regular season, not even counting a, a conference thing. Um yeah, it, it ain't it ain't done yet. I'd say the only team that's probably safe I don't think LSU. I don't know who they have left on. Well, they still got to play. Uh, they got they finish up against Texas A&M. Uh, Mississippi and Arkansas is not going to give them any trouble. But right. Yeah, yeah who, to be, who knows? Where is that game at? Which one? Texas A&M game. Uh, hold on. Uh, I just I went away from it. And I'll tell you in a sec. You know, either way, that could be a tricky game for them because Texas A&M does are well cut. They have a championship. Uh, winning coach, and they have yeah. uh, some talented players. That's at so, that's at home. Okay. Well, I, I would expect LSU to win the game. Uh, they shouldn't have any problems with the rival Arkansas. Uh, but you know, you, well, they kind of slayed their dragon a, this this week, right? Right. You could have a Super Bowl let, let down here or there. Maybe you never know. You know, uh, it's and I still think too with to not changing the subject but not changing the subject I don't think that um Clemson is good but how good and I feel the same way about Ohio State they're good but how good how good are they when they're playing another program worth talking about that's like we find out with Alabama quite often right they're really really good until they play somebody that's as good as they are and then it's pretty even up again in fact, I, I mean, wasn't it Alabama that, that Clemson beat? Or right, was that Oklahoma? Clemson yeah, beat everybody was, oh, Alabama, beat Alabama, Alabama, Alabama. Right. And then they got in against Clemson and got pounded. Yeah. Um, so Clemson's got the nation's longest winning streak, so. Uh, they got a good quarterback. Yeah. I mean, they right. got a good team. I mean, I, I'm sure, that, I mean, I'm not, you know, they got a good team. But like I said, how good are they against, like Alabama found out today. Yeah, their their offense is pretty good, but their defense Mind you, we kind of saw that from LSU too. They couldn't really stop them, right? You know, not. I mean, they did a couple of times, but like there was a lot of points scored, and it was more like you know who's going to have the ball last. Because if there'd have been more time on the clock, you know, if they'd have had time for another possession, yeah, you know, do they stop uh, LSU and and win? Maybe. Yeah. Well, they scored on their last, I think, four possessions. I believe Bama did. And the trouble was, is every time they'd get close, he'd he'd just take the ball. LSU would just take the ball back down the field and score. Well, so, you know, yeah. And Tim, here's something I think it was settled today for sure. I don't know about all the seeding and things like that, but I believe uh, Joe Burrow won the Heisman Trophy today. Well, if he does, if he doesn't, tell me who does. Right. I mean. Alabama gets. I mean, they played. I mean, the last quarterback to do play that well against them is playing in the pros now with the Houston Texans. So, uh, you know, I mean, Joe Burrow has all of the he has all the qualities of a. I mean, I mean, whether he'll pan out in the NFL, who knows? Yeah, but he has everything. You'd want, and then some. And the thing I really liked about him today, anyway, cool as a fucking cucumber. Out yeah, there. he had the killer not instinct. Not rattled right. all. Right. Did not close. care. Yeah, they got close to him, and 
he kept it through the you know uh, kept the gas down. So well, gotta, that was uh, something I read after the game too. Was another thing that they did this year that they haven't done in previous years. They didn't try to protect the lead. They just right. they, they went right back out there and did exactly what they you know they kept letting them throw. I mean they ran a little bit. Well, actually, yeah. they ran a lot, but he threw a lot too. I mean, they weren't afraid to just run their plays, and <coughs> instead of going, well, you know, we don't want to lose to Alabama. It was let's make them beat us. Right. He he made some plays with his legs too. Like got some first downs. So that quarterback draw there was. Oh yeah, that was a great call. Was, it was unbelievable. Said I I was actually screaming at my television. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, please don't let Alabama come back and win this! Like God, no. I, I like to see the, I like to see change. Yeah, like Alabama yeah. has been really good for a long time, and I'm okay with them being good, but I'm tired of it being a foregone conclusion that they're just going to be one of the four no matter what. Right, and they and they still might be. Uh, they might. They're going to have to sneak through. They're going to win the rest of their games. They still have op. You know, they still have some work left. Uh, to just be considered, you know. I, and here's the thing that you know. I know there's a couple of things actually I want to discuss before you. I don't know how much time yep, we have yep, left. But, go ahead. Uh, uh, well, we're we got a lot, we're 25 minutes, but I only made it for an hour and a half, so really we okay. got 55. So we got lots of time. Uh, Oregon and Utah. I mean, where do you put them? I mean, they both have one loss. Are they as good as Bama? I don't think so. Um, you know, they may still get consideration if one of them went. You know, if they went out rest their games, they're going to have to play each other. Uh, and then here, the big thing, too, is that could hurt Bama is if Georgia and LSU went out. If Georgia would happen to beat LSU in the SEC title game, they're definitely going to be in the Final Four. LSU's going to drop, and Bama's going to be out. drop a Bama another shot. Yeah. yeah. They'll be by virtue of losing to LSU. So. Uh, well, let's say okay. Well, let's let's play devil's advocate. Let's say that uh, okay, Alabama and Penn State have both lost. If Georgia wins, which they are, do you put them ahead of Alabama? Do they climb ahead of both of them? I I believe so. I believe Georgia moves ahead of Penn State. I just think they're the better the better team. Uh, and uh, I I just. I, I'm okay. not sold on the big now, if, I'm just if, not. And if Oklahoma wins, which they are, and they're eight and one, where do you put them? Because they, they lost, only lost. They lost the Kansas. They, did they lose the Kansas State? Yeah. They lost the. Now that's their only trouble. Is that's, they lost yeah, to a team that that's they a, had no business losing to. Right, a bad loss. Yeah. And they uh, got pounded too. They just didn't lose. They got smoked. Well, they did. Uh, well, they did come, but they had a chance to recover. The yeah, but I mean that game the, was looking pretty ugly for them. Right, a while. it was bad for the longest time. The, the fact they had a chance to win was amazing. But they've no still got to anyway. play Baylor, uh, I think. Right, they got to play Baylor and Oklahoma State, okay. who is top twenty-five this year. Maybe not as good as Oklahoma, but that's a game that they could easily lose. Yeah. <sighs> I think Oklahoma. Yeah, there's a, you got a lot of questions. Like Oregon, for me, I'm not sure how good Oregon is because the West Coast teams, I don't know. <laughs> I, I have to take everything that they do with a small grain of salt yeah. because they get a lot of – I mean, they did beat Auburn at the beginning of the year, 
or actually, no, sorry, they lost to Auburn at the beginning of the year. And since then, I mean, they've beaten Nevada, Montana, Stanford, Cal. They did beat Washington when they were ranked. USC, I mean, these are all teams that are horrible. So I don't really know how good are, how good is Oregon. I don't know. Um, if Bama wins out convincingly, they're going to be hard to beat Camp out of. But, again, if Georgia would happen to beat LSU, Georgia's going to surpass well, them and knock them out. Unless, I mean, the only way they're going to, if Ohio State, LSU, and Clemson all win out and are all undefeated, right? Alabama at best can pull the four spot. Yeah. That's what they now, need to happen. Yeah. Where do you put the other undefeated teams is the question. I mean, I'm sorry, but to me, uh, I mean, okay, yeah, you lost to a really good team, but you lost. Yeah. I There's no way, really, that they should be able to put a team with a loss ahead of teams who don't. Who, who are you saying is going to be? If LSU well, you've has, got, you've got, eight, you've got Baylor at 8-0, and you've got Minnesota okay. at 8-0 right now. Well, Minnesota, if, if OSU went undefeated, then that means Minnesota would lose at least one game. Well, they would have to oh, play. They still got to play them yet. Well, they would have to play the conference championship. Oh, okay. See, and yeah, well, I'm in there. That's another question: is how much, how much does that matter? It does. They have to... actually said it matters some. Yeah. The True. Conference championship. Yeah. So if Minnesota yeah, beats Ohio, it's gonna, Ohio it's State, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. What's that? If Minnesota would beat Ohio State and win all their games, yeah, they're going to be in there. They would have to be. Yeah. I don't know who Baylor has left to play, and they barely snuck out this week. Well, they're going to they have to play Oklahoma. And then they got to play Oklahoma, then, Texas, and Kansas they have left yet. That's going to be they're probably not going to. They're probably not going to stay undefeated. Yeah, Oklahoma's they just barely beat them. WVU at home by three points. Yeah, so. yeah Oklahoma's probably going to beat them. Well, that's a, and that's a good question. If Oklahoma wins the rest of their games, will they be ahead of and win their conference? Because this year they have a conference championship. Now, that last year, or a couple of years ago, they didn't. They didn't. Yeah. And uh, yeah, now yeah, I mean, top two teams. at some point, like I don't know, like I'm not up enough to know, like strength of schedule and those kind of things, and how much that stuff really matters. Because if it matters, Clemson shouldn't be anywhere near the top five or four because yeah. they haven't played anybody. Right. It's kind of like college basketball. Uh, there are certain programs that get a that get a look, regardless of what their record. You know, well, Notre Dame's Duke, another one. Yeah, yeah. If they hadn't lost twice, you know, they only had one loss, they'd be looking at that spot because they get oh, a lot yeah. of love just because they're Notre Dame. Right. Um, Michigan is in the same boat. Like two losses has sunk them. But if they've only got one, right? Now, mind you, now what happens if they turn if they beat Ohio State? What if they beat them twice? (laughs) (laughs) Which they could possibly, conceivably do. Probably won't, but it's possible. Now they're they're not in the same uh, division. Well, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, they can't they can't play each other. That's that's right. They're in the same. The only teams. way they could play each other again if they make it to the playoffs, and they're not. That's well, then, it don't, yeah, then it don't matter at that point. Well, if Michigan's got two losses. I mean, they can. I think they can. 
play spoiler, but I don't think they're going to get a No, I, I don't think so either. That's going to take somebody else is going to have to do some losing for that to to happen. And Something I, I really don't want to see, and what you could possibly, and a very good chance it could happen, Tim, is LSU play Alabama in the in the semifinals. I would rather see that game in the you know like Georgia and Bama played there a couple of years ago. They played in the championship. I'd uh, like to see um, I'd like to see LSU and Clemson play each other. Yeah, I mean maybe uh, Ohio State and Bama, something like or Georgia. Something, you know, I don't know. I just. I, I kind of think uh, you're right. I think if, if Bama wins out and LSU, Ohio State, and Clemson win out, I think it's going to be hard to keep Bama, especially as well as they play for the eye test. They, uh, and I know that uh, Oregon and uh, Utah could win out. One of them could win out and have one loss to win their championship game. Or uh, Oklahoma could win, win, win out or Baylor, you know, but I still – it's yeah, I, I think you're. Defense. I think you're probably right. I think it's going to be. The argument will be that yeah, they have one loss, but that one loss is to the number, potentially probably going to end up being to the best team in the country. Yeah, by one possession. So, like I said, that four at the end was big, bigger than what people might think, because it was two possessions, and now and then it ends up being a forty-six, forty-one. It looks, you know, and they put they scored their last four possessions handily. Uh, yeah, I, said, I don't know how they look at that stuff, or, or what. I mean, I know they look at it, but I don't know what weight it has. Yeah, well, the conference championships—they say it has a lot of weight, and you just wonder if Oklahoma would win out, or Baylor would win out. Uh, they would probably. I mean, if Baylor was undefeated, you'd you'd think they'd have to have. But I just don't see them winning. It's, yeah, it, it's, yeah. Minnesota is probably not going to end up undefeated, so they're probably taken yeah. care of. They still got with Baylor, on the other hand, could go undefeated, and then you right. got a problem. <laughs> yeah, or at least you've got a problem trying to explain to somebody why being undefeated. Mind you, they've done it to they've done it before. They've done it to UCF several years, where they've been undefeated and it hasn't mattered. Well, here's they your question. They'd... This is something that could be really. What if Baylor wins out? And Georgia would make it all the way to the SEC title game and beat LSU. Would L would LSU drop out of the top four and Ohio State and Clemson went out, and then Baylor's in there as well? <laughs> I don't I mean, know. <laughs> I mean, that would be wild. Would you think about that? I I, I don't know. So, a lot of questions still yet. Even I know I know really. You think something like today would uh, answer a lot of questions, but it just becomes even more questions really, but now. All it did really was, for now, all it's done is solidified the top two. Yeah. And I guess Clemson, by virtue of the fact that they're five and the two teams ahead of them lost, they pretty much have to go to three. Yeah. And I'm going to guess the same logic applies to Georgia. If they win, they have to go to four. Unless yeah. you're somehow going to bump one of these teams that didn't lose from 12 to 4 in the case of Baylor or from 17 to 4 for Minnesota, and I don't see that happening. Right. Yeah, they're going to have Although, to Although, beating the team that's 4 should count yeah. for something. Right, right. If you beat the number 4 team, you're undefeated. They were undefeated. You know, why aren't you 4? 
it's a good it's a good question. By rights, you should jump every team who isn't. I mean, they definitely have to. Like right now, they're seventeen. All right, they definitely have to pass Kansas, Notre Dame, and Michigan, and Wisconsin. They all have two losses. Auburn's got two losses. Florida's got two losses. They've got to pass all of them. Yeah. And if they don't, then th- then this system is rigged. Yeah. So that should take them to 16, 15, 14, 13, 12. 11. That should at least take them up to 10. Yeah. Now I think they should be up 7th or 8th myself. Now, they, are they know. better than Utah and Oregon? Because they haven't lost? I would argue yes. So that takes you up to what? At least to 7. So what? So is it really that much of a stretch that you bump them to four? Based on the fact that they haven't lost and they just beat number four? I, I don't know. I don't really see that being that big a climb. Yeah. I don't know who else. Who else has Minnesota played? Probably nobody, eh? Well, they have, like I said, they have a rival in Wisconsin at the end. And uh, I don't know if they play, if Michigan's on their schedule or not. Yeah, no, they got they've got Iowa next week, who will be probably still top twenty-five, but will drop a bit because they lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they got Northwestern, and then they got Wisconsin last. Um, and then if they I mean, they'll beat Iowa. They they could actually at least finish the regular season undefeated. Yeah, and they'll play either Ohio State or Penn State in the. Uh, more than likely in the championship. Uh, uh, yeah, barring well, depending. If Michigan could somehow beat Penn State, well, they could easily beat Penn State. Still have to beat Ohio State, though. And Ohio yeah. State would still have to lose another game yet. Right, right. Yeah, which is probably not going to happen. Well, if Michigan, well, if Penn State beat Ohio State, then Michigan beats. Uh, yeah, Ohio. That, that, and then Michigan yeah. beats Penn State, then that, right. that could work out. Yes. Yeah, could beat Michigan in the. So that that yeah. still yes that still could happen. Well, I know with a little bit of luck and everything <laughs> falling the right way. Yeah, you know, yeah. Three we got three weeks left plus championship week left yet. There's all all kinds of stuff could happen yet. We're far from anything really being all that. You know, all that's happened is a couple of teams have kind of put their own. You know, it's in their hands. Like LSU, if they win out, they're fine. If uh, Clemson wins out, they're fine. If the undefeated teams, if they don't lose Ohio State, those three don't lose, they're in. Then it's a matter of who's going to fight for that fourth spot. Right. Yeah, it's you fun really to talk can't. about. What's that? I said it was fun. It's fun to talk oh, about. Oh, I thought you had something yeah. else you wanted to talk about. No. Um, well, I, I talked about the Pac-12 and those, uh, and then I brought up the fact that if if uh, Georgia and one out, and then Baylor won out. LSU would would they be out? Would they, you know? Yes, I would think. Yeah, I don't know. Because <laughs> OSU, like I don't know too. Like there. how much does losing, like you know, okay, if you win eleven games in a row and then lose one, yeah. yeah, is that worse than if you lose your first game and then win eleven in a row? Well, it used to be it used to be like that. You moved up in the polls and the BCS that way. If you could lose a four to loss early, but if you lost late, it was counted against you. Now where they have this playoff, it's like Bama lost to uh, Auburn that year, and then uh, I think it was two years ago. And then they actually they were they were fourth in the playoff, 
and they beat, uh, I believe they beat Clemson, and then Georgia beat Oklahoma in that uh, barn burner where they had Mayfield in it, and those Sony Michelle and um, uh, Nick Chubb was on the Georgia team. They went to over, I think, double or triple overtime. I can't remember for sure, but uh, but then they played in the championship, so they lost to the rival and didn't even get in the SEC title game, but yet they beat Georgia in the championship. So they lost to the rival, but they yet they still won the national title though. So you could have a scenario yeah, I'm like not that again. Sh- yeah, I'm not sure. I have never ever seen the criteria for how they make the selections, and I know a lot of it is computer nonsense. So probably wouldn't understand it anyway. All right, <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it's hard to say. I just I don't know. Still a lot of I guess that's why they play the games. Right. Mm-hmm. It'll be or a fun November, have... I think. <laughs> Clemson's so... going to get in because of their, uh, I mean, based off last year, I mean, they're, they're, they have the big winning streak. Kind of like uh, Florida State, the first, they were the last BCS champion, and then the next year they didn't have the, uh, the as good as team they had. Uh, they still had a lot of Jameis was a sophomore. But they won. Uh, they went undefeated. And uh, although people thought maybe they weren't one of the best four teams, they won. They were. They had won 27 or 28 games in a row, and uh, and they had won five or six close games that year in 2014. But uh, they ended up ranking them third, and they got trounced by the about Mariota and Oregon in the uh, Rose Bowl game that year in the semi. So well, it's hard. Have it, it's hard to deny um, undefeated. Right. You know, it, it's tough. I mean, what, how, what's the argument? <laughs> well, they never. I mean, they never played anybody. Well, okay. Well, m- to be honest, most of the programs don't play anybody, right? To some degree, quite a few of the big ones don't, and that you know, and that's why they maybe have whoever they play in their own conference who's any good, and a lot of them shy away because they know if the you know that loss can be devastating, and there's a lot of money on the line. I heard Nick Saban, um, and this is probably true with them. I don't think they're shying away from teams. It's just a lot of these. Well, you uh, may teams go out of your way them. to. They won't play them. Yeah, there no is some of that them. goes on too, where other teams, well, because they they don't want the loss, right? Right. You know, the chances of us beating an Alabama or a Clemson or whatever is not really that good. Maybe we just. Avoid them and <laughs> yeah, you know Minnesota. You know, that, they play that out was always kind of UCF yeah. used to make that cry. <laughs> Boise right. State makes that cry every year from the West Coast. Well, nobody will play us because we're at least good enough where there's a chance we might beat them, and they, you know, nobody wants that because well, they don't. Like I said, you know, there's there's years where one loss will keep you out of it. And it's all again. It's all about money. I mean, the amount of money some of these schools get paid for uh, getting into bowl games even is unbelievable. Oh yeah, yeah. That's you know, it's it's insane in a national championship. Well, it it not only means money to the school, uh, the coaches, you know, even if he doesn't stay in the program, he wins it in. That's probably guaranteed. He's going to get a job somewhere else for big bucks if he wants it or needs it. 
it's the you know the players, anybody who's looking to get into the NFL. Well, you know, we you know, we he was in the Rose Bowl and was unbelievable, and they won the national championship. Well, that you know, that moved him up five spots in the draft, and he made another four million dollars or whatever it is. You know, it's there's a lot at stake. It's yeah, crazy. It be interesting. It's say. crazy. Uh, what are your thoughts on the uh, NBA? You got any? What do you think well, of the Celtics? What did you think of the Celtics today? Uh, you know what, Tim? I worked a little bit earlier, and then I, I got here. I'm not. I haven't really heard a whole lot today. It was oh, uh, the Celtics beat the Celtics beat the Spurs by twenty. Oh, well. Um, oh, and. And on top of it, Gordon Hayward broke his hand. Oh well, Browns. So he's uh, he's out for a certain amount of time, regardless of uh, if he's looking at surgery. I imagine he's looking at probably eight weeks. And if it isn't, if it's something that'll heal on its own, he's probably looking at three to four. I would imagine. But well, uh, that's that's gonna, that's going to hurt them, regardless of what it is. That's going to hurt them. You and uh, Nathan, you know, y'all picked the Bucks to make it to the finals, which I, th- you know, I think they they're definitely the front runner in the East. But I went with the Celtics. Uh, however, uh, that's going to hurt today, like you said. How much will it hurt them, and if, how can he recover? Uh, I, I picked. Also, uh, yeah, that's an interesting thing. I also read that. Uh, it looks uh, word out of Gold State is that uh, Curry will not play for the rest of the season, probably. Yeah, I saw that, and I wonder how true that is. Uh, Part of me went, well, okay, that injury isn't that devastating. But then another part of me said, well, okay, maybe they realize, maybe they're smart enough to realize that that's an injury that he could aggravate, and they're not going to win anyway. And by the time he comes back, it, they're, they're going to be done anyhow. So maybe they just tell him, you know what? You're getting a little older. You've been playing an awful lot of hoops. Maybe a nice vacation won't hurt you. Rest up. Get all your little ailments all dealt with. And come back next year when we got a team worth talking about. Yeah, and what well, they call it, load management. <laughs> they're doing with Kawhi, so... Well, they they got fined, I guess, yesterday after saying he was hurt, and then the coach come Rivers came out and said, "I really wasn't hurt. He's fine." Okay, well, which is it? Well, that, that cost the, the team. I mean, it owned fifty thousand dollars, but right, he's 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 to keep his mouth shut. Well, I just I don't understand it. I do and I don't. I understand why people who buy tickets to games and want to see the stars and get they get pissed off when the guy doesn't play. All I get right, it. All right. Yeah, I get that. But in the same breath, if I'm paying a guy in the in the case of Kawhi Leonard, what, thirty four million or whatever it is, thirty plus anyway, um, he's gonna play whenever I damn well feel like he's going out there. And if I don't wanna play him, you know what, you can you can give me the fifty thousand dollar fine. I don't really care. I'm a billionaire probably anyway, so right. the money doesn't really make any difference. Um, I'm protecting that asset because I want to win the I want to win the championship, and I got a much better chance of doing that with a rested Kawhi Leonard than I do with one who plays too much. 
as was proven in spades last year. I mean, do you get the fine if you put them on the bench and you have absolutely no intention of ever putting them in the game? Uh, I guess you know, that's like hard to prove, it's, but yeah, it's, I, I, I mean, Popovich like used to have done that a few times before he started benching guys or not yeah. dressing them at all. He, he, all right. They would be there, but they were never they never got out of their warm ups because he had no intention of ever putting them in. Right. I guess it's one of those two-edged swords. I mean, they're a bit, they're you know, the fans are important to the game and all that, but it's still you know, it's a lot of money. We think about it. Uh, you play 82 games, and then the playoffs. You know, the first round went from a uh, five-game best of five to best of seven. I mean, you could potentially. I mean, I know this hardly ever happens. One ten. But you could potentially potentially play 28 games. Yeah, so you could potentially play 110 games. Right. And I know some some people say too, and I've I've heard this argument. I use it occasionally, but really it's not true. Well, how hard can it be, right? It's not the games. They're they're hard enough, but it's not the games. It's all the other shit that goes yeah. along with the games. Getting on a jet, travel, yeah. Yeah. Travel, eating in strange places, always being somewhere where you don't know where the hell you are half the time. Yeah. You're on the road. You, don't, you know it, that grind is a, is anybody who's done any amount of tra- even traveling for a holiday, if you've even done that, and had to drive a couple of days in a row where you've actual driving, you know, like six seven hours in a day. After two or three days of that, you've had enough. You don't want to do it anymore. It ain't no fun. These guys do it all the time. Sachi, and they right. do it all the time. It could be mentally, it's it's tough. Well, I don't know about you. I'm a I'm a pretty big homebody. I know you are too, for the most part. I mean, how would you like it if you if you, I mean, and you don't, but if you had a, you know, if you had wife and kids, and you never see them, or when you do, it's always you know around the schedule. I might see it at Christmas unless I'm on a good team or the New York Knicks, and then I'll probably be playing on Christmas Day. And if it's on the road, I won't be there. I miss birth, you know, birthdays and vacation, you know, whatever it might be. You miss a lot of stuff. I mean, and that's part of the price. You know, that's part of the reason they get paid as well as they do. But it can't be. I mean, it's got to. It's got to create a certain amount of stress. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, it doesn't sound like anything I. You know, unless you're really, really good. Well, I mean, I guess you do. I guess it's all relative. You know, the worst player in the NBA is making a lot more money than I do. So, but it's. I don't think it's. A, it's not a lifestyle I would pick. I wouldn't want it. I mean, I would. They would. I would have to be really good and have thirty-four million dollars a year. I'd play for one year and retire. <laughs> I'm done. Enough, enough, enough <laughs> I'm wearing tears. I'm done. Give me my money. I'm never coming back. Good day. Uh, you know the expectations of those guys. Uh, I mean, that's that's part of their what I guess the money that they make. You know, like you said, even they get they get paid for their playing, but you know it's not calculated in there the mental part of it or the travel and all that. It but uh, they're expected. Well, you to, can you can tell by the fact of how many of them screw up. 
that they're not the happiest people in the world. You know, yeah, they got a lot of money, but that on its own can be dangerous. Oh yeah, look at Antoine Walker. He made horrible investments uh, in housing and well, and some of them. That. Uh, they, some I of think them start to believe the, they, they they get surrounded by yes people. They start to believe their own hype. And you probably, I mean, I'm going to guess in a lot of cases anyway, a lot of these guys don't, they forget where they came from. And they're trying to live a life, you know, let's say you're, uh, you know, I don't know, you're whoever playing for the Lakers, and then you've got LeBron there who's worth $650 million or whatever it is in the hundreds of millions. And he lives his life one way. And you can't, even though you're a multimillionaire, you ain't got anything compared to him. Right. And they start trying to one up one another, and they're like I saw. I mean, this isn't even related to basketball, but I saw it was a golfer. And I can't remember his name, but one of the better ones anyway. And it was the first. It was his first one year anniversary for his wife, and he took her back to the place where he met her, and then went to some fancy hotel. They spent one hundred and eighty five thousand dollars on dinner. Wow. And I'm like. How in the hell? Well, you know, four or five bottles of twenty thousand dollars champagne, and you know, a, a garden salad that cost one hundred and eighty-five bucks at this ritzy place, and all this nonsense. You know, well, it doesn't take very long. You know, you better be bringing. You're spending like that. You better be bringing it in on the other end. And then, you know, too, we always, or I always forget a lot of times. Okay, yeah, okay, Kawhi Leonard's getting thirty million dollars a year. Let's say. Okay, well, he really only gets probably 20 of that by the time the tax man is done. Oh, yeah. Maybe a bit more because he's got a lot of money, so he may have places to hide some of it. But then he's got to play his, pay his agent and all the other people in his camp. He probably doesn't end up with anywhere near that much money. Not even close. But then he probably, I don't know, in his case, he's yeah. probably doing endorse. He's got a shoe deal and all. They oh, make yeah. more money off that shit than they do off of... They're actually their salaries. salaries. <laughs> yeah, well, look at Michael Jordan. Look at Michael Jordan. Yeah, you know, he can get be worth. I mean, I believe. I want to say, isn't he worth like a, a close to a billion? Well, he didn't get. Uh-huh. He didn't make that money from playing basketball in the eighties. Right. Yeah. I mean, he got paid well. Don't get me wrong. I think most of his money probably came from Nike. Oh yeah, without question. Yeah. Come on now, who are we kidding? Michael Jordan comes up as a football player from the Bengals, really? Uh, Michael Jordan's net worth. I'm sure it will scare us both greatly. Well, we'll probably both just shake our head and go, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, He is worth $1.5 billion. Wow. One point five billion dollars. Billion with a B. <laughs> yes, with a B. And I don't doubt how much of the I don't know how much of the basketball team he owns. He's a majority owner anyway, I know that much. What's what's that little baby worth if he decides to flip it? I mean basketball I mean pro pro even the worst ones are worth a couple hundred million easy. Mind you, the Charlotte Hornets are the Charlotte Hornets, but I don't know. 
All I know is I look at. I mean, it's. I mean, what that it means nothing to me. It's so much money. I don't. I can't. I mean, okay, yeah, I know a billion's a lot, but I can't fathom. I mean, what's it like to just go any place, just about, and the only things you really can't afford are like, you know, you can't afford to buy the uh, New York Knicks, <laughs> you know, or the Dallas Cowboys. But if you go to a store, there ain't anything there. If you want it, right. it's not. You, 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 yeah, you know, I'll get to it's it. It's yours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And in fact, a lot of the places, I imagine Michael Jordan probably doesn't pay a lot of bills. I imagine oh, a lot yeah, of stuff right. he can he can endorse his way into getting, or oh yeah hey can we you know if he goes out to dinner or any of these kinds yeah, of things they're pick probably this happy up. yeah who is that Michael George yeah hey Michael do you take a picture and and sign your name on it so we can put it on the wall yeah hey dinner's dinner's on the house because that's worth you know the whatever it was unless it's a real ritzy place maybe but yeah I don't imagine he pays for a lot of things unless he wants to. I've heard stories about them on the on the airplanes playing poker back in the day. Uh, the Bulls, where they were yeah. playing for hundreds of thousands of dollars in poker games, and him just laughing it off because he had so even then already he had so much money that he didn't really care. Apparently, he's quite the uh, gambler when it comes to golf too. Oh yeah, yeah. There there was a rumor that he may have gotten trouble during the. He was, might have been like a forced retirement type deal and then come back. Uh, it just wasn't said that he was suspended. You know, there was always well, that Well, didn't rumor. he? I believe, the, and I don't even think it's a rumor. I think it's been. He lost a million dollars in a golf match or something. But, uh, that when he played for the Bulls that they that they were going to Vegas at nighttime, like during the championship. But they were getting on a plane and flying to Vegas and gambling and shit and then turning around and coming back. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, what are you going to tell Michael Jordan? He can't? <laughs> what, what are you going to tell him? No? Because without I had, him, I heard, he ain't winning. Uh, yeah. I always heard a good story that uh, he, one of the, his teammates, he told them that uh, he, he bet his luggage would be first off the plane. I don't know if you've ever heard this. No, I haven't heard that one, but it doesn't surprise me any. Well, he bet uh, Cliff Livingston, somebody, you know, like that, that his luggage would be first off the plane, and uh, they bet against him. And then the bet was like a 1000 bucks, which, you know, he wiped his rear end with that. But um, he got off the uh, uh, plane and told the guy, gave the guy $100 to make sure his luggage was first. (laughs) I I netted 900 bucks. Right. Oh, <laughs> he came out first. Smart. Yeah, pretty smart. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you would think so. the guys around the Bulls would be smart enough to know not to make bets like that one. After that one, for sure, that you would have to think, okay, maybe we shouldn't just bet. Michael wins just way too much. Maybe we just shouldn't bet against him or with him. Period. Maybe we should just ignore his jibes. <laughs> he yeah. couldn't have. Been, I mean, from all accounts, I mean, he was a bit of a bastard because he was so hard on everybody. Yeah. I mean, granted, they won, but... Right. But, he, uh, he must have had that intensity all the time and desire to win. And, you know, all those guys that we've talked about, you and Nathan and I have talked about, that they don't become good general managers or good coaches because uh, they expect too much. And you get a guy that's been... 
maybe a six man that played as a six man during his career. A little more uh, understanding. A little bit more understanding of uh, what players, what they can do, and what they they can't, and his expectations may be high. You know, uh, you know, it might be tough for a Tom Brady or Peyton Manning to become a coach. Uh, well, you know, the one I know the most about is hockey, and Gretzky was a horrible coach. Right. But by his own admittance, he said it was very difficult for me to. I couldn't explain why they should do what I was telling them to do. Because to me, it was just, it just was. Yeah. And you can't, how do you explain, uh, I just got a gut feeling that that's what's going to happen. You're like, you can't teach anybody that. I know I played junior hockey for a little while, and I can remember several times just you get I mean and I was admittedly pretty good for back in at that time period uh, in my neck of the woods anyway I won't say any more than that but um, and I can remember several times you just okay I just you look around and you just kind of know no this is what's going to happen and it did so you could be in the right spot and I think great players like a guy on his level I think he does that without even thinking about it Yes. It's just no. This is I will do Hardly. this and yeah. yeah you know, like I always laugh, job. like when they interview him, not just Michael Jordan, but any any sports player. Well, uh, what were you thinking when you made that shot? Not a damn thing. <laughs> I was thinking shoot. Nothing else. Because you don't. I mean, if you played any sports, you don't. It doesn't work like that. You know. You know. You're on to that because. You remember the, the pass that Aaron Rodgers made down the down the sideline against the Cowboys in that playoff game? It went for like yep. it was a laser beam for like thirty five yards. I can't remember the tight end. It might have been Jared Cook. I can't remember the tight end that called it. But anyways, um, and it, I mean it was like one of the greatest passes. It, it, the the replay didn't do it any justice, really. But he was the thrown away, and they asked him, he said, I just felt like, you know, I was just throwing it downfield, making a play. You know, he didn't really think about no, you, you, how hard it you, was. That shit's happening so fast. Like, when you watch, like, a football game, and they and they put the clock on, they don't do it very often, but every once in a while, they'll put the timer on and go, okay, you know, that's from snap to throw, that was 1.8 seconds. Okay, you don't have much, you're not, your thoughts are coming so fast, and that's all kind of, it's, it's, semi-automatic thinking you're not going well boy the tight end is covered because if you do that you got you just got sacked while you were making that thought it happens at a speed like in the pro level i can't even i mean it would just be that much quicker i mean i know like i said junior hockey i mean you you if you stop to think about what you're doing you're going to get clobbered (laughs) you gotta anticipate right yeah you have to kind of be thinking about well your your brain is going 100 thoughts a second you don't skate down the ice and look at the net and go gee the goalie's legs are open maybe i should shoot it there if you think like that you your the opportunity's gone yeah you don't have that kind of time you just do it the, the good the good ones do it without really i say it's not thinking about it they have the thought but as they're thinking it, their body is already doing whatever that is whereas regular folks 
can't do that, and that's why there's only you know that's why there's only one Aaron Rodgers, and not fifty of them. That's why playing quarterback is so damn hard. Yeah. You know, we always laugh about you know there's so many bad ones. Well, yeah, they're not. You know, you could take most of them and put them back in college. I mean, look at Johnny Manziel, perfect example. College quarterback, money. Just about money. I, I, I mean, what would he have been like playing in a, for a better program? You know, if he'd played in Alabama. Yeah. The fact that he beat Alabama that year is why. Yeah, he did, and he, and he did. So now there's a guy that by all, I mean, except maybe that he was a little bit short. But other than that, that hasn't, you know, that hasn't been a detriment to Drew Brees or guys like that. Um, should have been a should have been a pro. Fucking to- to- totally useless. Sucked, you know, because he was just that. The game speeds up that much more. It was kind of like I saw. I can't even remember who I was watching today. Or no, it was the Thursday. It was the Thursday night football game, and one of the guys tried to like run around end. And just outrun the defense and the announcer. I think it was Collinsworth. He says, "You know that that shit works in college. And you're faster than everybody else, but there aren't no slow guys in the pros. Right? You know, every every running back or every uh, defensive back can run. There aren't any slow ones. There might be faster ones, but the slowest guy probably is just faster, faster than everybody in college. You know, it's that, and that's where the greatness." You have to be past good to be great at pro sports. It is not something that I think we take it because we watch so much. You kind of take it for granted. You know, even guys I don't like, like uh, LeBron. I mean, what LeBron does in 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 an average game is unbelievable for a man of his age and size. I mean, the guy's a freak, really. At the end of the day, yeah, I'm like you. I, I you know, I've never liked uh, it, when he came in. I didn't like him, and I still don't. But uh, you have to respect his game. He's played, and uh, and, it, and I think what is he now? Thirty? Is he thirty? Thirty-four. I want to say. Something like that, mid mid to late thirties, anyway. Whatever it is. I mean, though he has, well, though everybody said he'd slowed down a bit, slowed down a bit, but it didn't look, hasn't looked like it this year so far. Yeah, well, last year uh, I think Nathan touched on it some. Last year, he was, you know, out a while. That could have been uh, useful and good for him for this year. Uh, that he was. Uh, I don't think out. the rest hurt him. Like it certainly no, couldn't have no. physically, anyway. No. Uh, he is what uh, LeBron James is 34 and when is his birthday he'll be 35 on uh, December 30th so I mean he's he's probably only got two or three years left at at his level maybe not even that much William J slowed down too which he you know, he, he retired the one time, or to, the second time, and then came back, and he still was effective, but he wasn't nowhere near what he was. With the, the no, and the, and the big guys, it's it's harder on the big guys, because once you, I mean, you can probably shoot for quite a while and be, and get older and probably still shoot pretty well, but when your game is power and you lose half a step, you know, that part's gone, right? 
you, you, you don't get that back. You're not probably not. You're not old enough to know that. I am. <laughs> I can remember what I could do when I was thirty. I, I certainly can't do now. Yeah. You know, wouldn't even dream. Wouldn't even think about it at this point. Mind you, I'm over fifty, so I probably shouldn't. But uh, and pro sport, like I said, you know, and we say, you know, I say he lost half a step. Now he lost a tenth of a second. But at the pro level, that's an eternity. That's the difference between stealing the ball and not stealing it, or dunking and not dunking, or, or whatever it is. Um, he's a, he's still. I mean, I I can't stand him either. I think he's a, got an ego the size of oh yeah, Texas. Yeah. Well, yeah, way too big. But I mean, he's uh, he backs it up a lot with some pretty spectacular play. And then we've got the then just to throw it out there. Then we got the Chicago Bulls, who are getting pounded by the. Houston Rockets. James Harden is scoring more points from the free throw line than he does from three point range. It's unbelievable. <laughs> That's Nathan's boy. <laughs> yeah, Nate can't stand. Well, I have to admit, I don't understand how he gets so many fouls called against him. And nobody else. He's got to lead the league in that category by miles. Do you think it's a star call, or do you think it's just? Well, you know, I can't, I can't say for that because I don't get their games up here very often, so I haven't seen him play. You know, highlights, but that's not a you know very good gauge of. Well, he does do. I mean, I guess because he shoots. Maybe it's because he shoots so many damn threes. And you know, I guess if you get good at leaning in, or you know, they're, they are trying to stop you. I suppose too. There's something to say for it too. Maybe he gets a lot of them calls. I don't know. He's probably getting some by reputation at this point. Yeah, I would I mean, think. I, anyway, I mean, he's a, I mean, he's another guy you can hate him if you like, but he's a. I mean, can't deny they all get them. Kobe got them. Uh, you know, Jordan got them. So. Yeah, I mean, it does kind of come with the territory. You, you sort of get the benefit of the doubt when you're. Jerry Rice could look at a, 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 a back judge and just throw up his hand, and you know, if he, I mean, he was pretty honest about his. He do that, and you've seen flags coming. I mean, he's just. I mean, I would think he. A part of it is probably because the game has become. A smidgen bit soft. Uh, what was once oh, a yeah. foul? It, oh yeah. Where what's a foul these days? There was a time when that wouldn't have. Oh yeah, you know, what, what's, a ta- what's a what's a fragrant now was not even a foul back in the day. Yeah, you know, stuff Imagine stuff has. Detroit Pistons. <laughs> well, you go you go back and watch some some tape of. Yeah, you know, like the, the Boston and Detroit, or the Lakers and the Celtics, or any of that stuff from the eighties. They are killing one another out there. Oh, yeah. And there's yeah, not Kurt, even fouls on those calls. I mean, they're hacking guys, <laughs> yeah. you know, hand and all this stuff. Got clotheslined by Kevin McHale, I believe it was, and they just said, "Go to go to the line, shoot two, boy." <laughs> yeah, you can shoot your two, but we're, you know, you don't need. You're not even. That's not even. Nobody's even blinking at whether that was dirty or any of that. It was just part of the game then. Right. I mean, and the game has changed, admittedly, and that's all fine, but. I mean, they are a little quick to blow the whistle these days. I don't yeah, know if that's... Kind of a, it could be them trying to control the 
lot of times referees get a mindset in their head, which they're not supposed to, but, hey, this is going to be a brawl. These teams are notorious well, for playing like this. I don't this. know if um, a guy would – I don't know how you would look it up, but has has – I mean, we know the league loves scoring. Scoring is good. So maybe that's why that, you know, not going to change it because if there's 182 points scored, nobody's against that. Yeah. You know, people don't watch. People don't – well, I shouldn't say people. The casual fan does not watch a game for defense. Right. Well, you used to be able to hand check, too, and they've changed that. You know, it's like people, you know. Yes. But, I mean, even all pro sports. Football football fans don't want to see a a 7-3 defensive battle. Yeah. You know, they want to see 48-45. Yeah, like or today. whatever. Yeah, right. But well, and I have to admit, from a watching point of view, unless you are really a fan of the game, it's more enjoyable. Yeah. Um, a few years ago, I think they put an illegal contact rule in for and Peyton Manning complained that a lot of the Patriots defenders were holding a lot of the taking well, off made uh, all the routes. Just about every rule change that's happened in the NFL for Brady and Manning, the, <laughs> and it's benefited benefited an offense. Yeah, uh, you can't really like being a, a, a defensive back in the NFL is a thankless job these days, and very difficult to do well because you're not allowed to look at anybody, let alone cover somebody. <laughs> contact any contact, you know. Yeah. And if it, and if in doubt, the flag's gone. And oh, there was yeah. even a couple calls in the in the LSU Alabama game, in that game today, where there was no flag. The ball's laying on the ground, and the receiver popped up in protest, and suddenly the flag comes out. And it's just like, really? <laughs> like, you know, there's there's to be a rule about that. If you're a, if you're a, a Calling those kinds of plays. If you don't throw it right away, it didn't happen. You shouldn't be convinced by the crowd or anybody on the field of what of what you saw or didn't see. Yeah, I did. I did, I got to see the about half of the third quarter today and the fourth quarter, and it was a terrific game. Even oh, it was game. a great game. I mean, the penalties. Well, the only one I didn't quite understand, and then they explained it later, was uh, Randy Moss's kid made a spectacular catch. Oh, yeah, but when he, he went for. he went out of bounds, mm-hmm. and was the first guy to touch the ball when he caught the ball, uh-huh. which you're not allowed to do. But they didn't say during the ruling that they had ruled him forced out of bounds, which I didn't think he was. But that's what the ruling was, and that's not challengeable. And that's why the catch was good, and then the crowd went crazy. But it was the right call, I guess. The wrong call, but the right call, if that makes sense. Right. Who does he play for? LSU. Oh, okay. Yeah, he he plays, uh, I want to say, I think they're using him as a tight end. Oh, okay. A tight end, and a, but he, he had daddy's hands on that play. It was a beautiful Huh. Was right at the was a, a real clutch grab too. So might be on. He got mossed tomorrow morning on ESPN. Mm-hmm. There's a so it's possible. 
Yeah, it did. I would imagine that would make the highlight package. I don't know why it wouldn't. Uh, I don't know. See, I don't. See, that's one thing I really lose out on up here. They, they, I, I get the games on, uh, you know, CBS, ABC, NBC, Fox. I'll, I'll get those games, and then my sports, the Canadian Sports Network, covers a couple. But then after that, there's no coverage. Like they show the game, but then there's no coverage. And the networks don't really cover it either, highlight-wise or any of that. You really need ESPN or, or a sports network for that stuff and because it's not as popular up here, so I, I miss out on that part. Well, that's unfortunate. We've got a yeah, resident the way it goes. here. That's, that's, it's all right. It's, it's fun to watch for the offense. And, then, of course, if you got fantasy, if you play fantasy league or whatever, it's nice to see how you're getting – Guys are doing so. Maybe you yeah, I mean, get that I'll eventually. get lots of NFL is not as bad because uh, Sports Network here covers that pretty religiously. But college basketball, college basketball, college football don't see. They don't get that blanket coverage like you do for other sports. But a uh, quick update: uh, uh, Georgia twenty-seven nothing over Missouri. Clemson 42-7 over NC State, Notre Dame 28-7 over Duke, Oklahoma 35-14 over Iowa. Those are games all still in progress, but it looks like all the favorites are putting up the W. And oh yeah, I'm I'm still uh, impressed. Even though I mean I know and I kind of felt like Penn State was over it. I mean. Kirk Herbstreit and a bunch of those guys on ESPN was hyping them up, and uh, but Minnesota, I mean, they've it's been since 1930s, early 40s since they've started out this way. They look. So nice I, I got that game. I was watching part of it. They look good. I got to admit, the coach has done really. And the Florida State was actually trying to get that coach to come down and uh, be their coach for you know. Next year, but I believe he signed an extension with uh, PJ Flex. I think's his name. Uh, he signed an extension with Minnesota. Well, you know that's good to see that they don't jump ship for the for the uh, well big name job. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I Florida State's coach was at Oregon, and they had a really good. But uh, from what I understand, Florida State uh, a lot of their boosters. Uh, fans raise money to buy uh, buy it out. Of course, Florida State denied that happened, but more than one, you know, that's probably. That's I was going to say, how does that not violate the NCAA rules? Well, uh, I mean, it, and they've been calling for his head for almost a year, so it, I, I wouldn't be surprised. He might be gone um, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, he, he, they, well, he got fired. He got fired, or he had to resign. Something, you know. They were talking today on the LSU-Alabama game about somebody headed to USC, or that USC was trying to get a big name, and now I can't remember who it was. Yeah, I wish I could remember, because I was really surprised when they said it. Like, and I went, what? Why would he go there? USC is where coaches go to die since, not since Pete, Pete Carroll. Carroll was there. Yeah, he got out at the right time because of the sanctions and stuff with Reggie Bush. So. <laughs> why do you why do you think they were so good and aren't anymore? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of funny how that stuff follows around the good guys. 
I saw too on an unrelated note that Rick Pitino was named the head coach of the Greece Greek national basketball team. Wow. You know he, well. he he's probably you know he's made mistakes and things, but he was all, he was a good coach before he got to Kentucky. I mean he took some mediocre teams far in the. I mean, yeah, I don't think it's through the Final Four. Uh, yeah, I don't think his coaching, at least at the college level, was under debate. Uh, uh, I would say his uh, how he uh, arrived at some of it is under question. Might be unethically, might not be the greatest guy in the world. Um, kind of sound like he ran a pretty dirty program, and, uh, and a lot of them mind you, I'm sure. I, I think at that time, almost all the good ones were, and probably still are. They just learned how to. Do it better. Yeah, Cal Perry, he was a dirty. I mean, uh, I'm surprised Kentucky hasn't had some type of just because of his past with Utah well, yeah, and yeah, Memphis and, and these things take time. <laughs> yeah. So um, I mean, uh, and then Patino, of course, when he went to NBA, he lost on the, out on the lottery to get Tim Duncan. That it just seemed like the ugly, ugliness followed from there. Yeah, Larry, Larry Bird's not walking through that door, or Kevin McHale's not yeah. walking through that door. You know, those comments were made. So, uh, Yeah, but, he didn't have yeah. much success at the pro level, but he did all right even that when he had Louisville. Was that before Kentucky or after Kentucky? After. 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 Yeah. And he didn't even do all that badly there, but well, he got run out national, of there. On a, well, they won a national title, but uh, I think they got it stripped because of his, you know, the – some of the, like you said, unethics that happen. Unethics. Well, didn't he? I seem to remember somewhere that there was talk that he had, like, even though he was getting paid really well, that they were well aware that he was living the high life. Uh, way above what he possibly could afford on that salary. And Well, this guy had horses in the Kentucky Derby. So you know somebody <laughs> somewhere was, uh, you know, he was getting sponsored in other ways. <laughs> yeah, you're not. Yeah, you're not making that off of. Uh, you know, even if you're making a million or two coaching basketball, that ain't enough right. to I mean, play in that game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're getting in horse racing. That's a totally different game. And you know. Yeah, they won in. Uh, money. They won in uh, 2013. Right. But that was uh, vacated. Right. Well, they might, they might get that back. I, I, I think in time they might get that one. Back. Well, they lost. I mean, they lost that. Then they lost. Uh, they were in the eight in 2012 and 2013 and 2015. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he had they some were good teams. The, yeah, I mean, he. 2000. They, they didn't suck, but. I, think in I can't remember what was their. Uh, um, Trying to find out what their. Um, I think it was 2005. They made it to the final four, I believe, as well. Maybe. Oh, that's right. He his scandal was the uh, hookers. Yes. Right. It was the strippers and prostitutes. Huh? Right. Right. And then they tried to. Uh, that's right, because that's why actually why he got fired because they tried to uh, uh, self-impose the ban and try to not suffer the viciousness, and they got. Nobody cared. They put the hammer down on him anyway. I mean, they had the 2015 sex scandal, and then in 2017, they were 
uh, it just says corruption scandal implicating various schools. And that's when he didn't even get fired for the sex scandal stuff yeah. in 2015. He was still a coach in 2017. Right. Good right. Lord. <laughs> I mean, well, you know, he, the, the, it's a double-edged he, sword to me. You know, well, I he mean, came out and said he didn't know. <laughs> right. Right. He was or, unaware that I, they were. I believe he got maybe a secretary impregnated by one of his secretaries or something of that nature too. I'm not. I'm not sure what, what time period that happened. I don't know. Uh, and that, there might have even been a lawsuit on that end. But I just know that that stuff is never. Um, I mean, it's very easy to take the moral high ground. And go, oh, you know, well, oh, he broke the rules and what a jerk. But when everybody else is doing it, and that's the only way, you know, let's be honest, these are they're young men who like that sort of thing. And really, at the end of the day, I, I don't, that to me is kind of a victimless crime, really, in a way, you know. So they're, so they're having sex, big, big deal. Like, really, it's got nothing to do with basketball. Yeah. Or recruiting or any. Like, if they were using them to recruit, that might be a different story. But, yeah. Well, I think that's part of they thought that was, you know, they were trying to uh, send the word out there, hey, you know. <laughs> come hey, we come to, to Louisville and get, yeah. get yeah. strippers and hookers for free. Well, we know how to close a deal here at Louisville, so. <laughs> <laughs> I have to admit that uh, might entice me to head to Louisville, possibly. I mean, I've heard some horrific things about the state of Kentucky, but... I mean, uh, and that's not the only... um, It was well aware of uh, Rosenhaus, the agent. Uh, Drew? Yeah. He was uh, getting a lot of Miami, like the, the early 2000 Miami team, a lot of their players... He represented a lot of those guys, and you know there was a lot of talk, and you know uh, allegations and things like that. That you know that they were in on that kind of stuff. As well, well, I mean, so. you, I mean, you got to look at it again. You know, okay, we well, what do, what do you offer me? Well, we're a really good school. Um, you'll get a good education, and you're going to get uh, all the sex you want for free. Or we are a pretty good program. Uh, we we got a pretty good school, and uh, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, we have nice. I, I mean, I might not have been one of them, but I know a lot of guys who would have went. Well, this is a no-brainer. Right. <laughs> Off to Louisville. I mean, why would I not? <laughs> I mean, I I think I'd like to think myself smart enough that I would require. I'd like to see some photographs of these said prostitutes and strippers before I commit to Louisville. But, uh, I, yeah, I mean, I can't say that surprises me much. And I still, to be honest, I don't really see what the big deal is. I really don't. But then the NCA tries to control everything. I mean, that's just, uh, you know, it's... Well, yeah, I mean, look at that whole, I mean... The whole uh, what is it uh, name image likeness right. thing? Yeah, well, and it's just like. Well, and now I've already heard them say that. Uh, yeah, we're not going to fight it. 
But let's not forget that if you're going to pose with your, your jersey or the name of the school, you don't own those. Yeah. So if you're going to make big money off of your likeness and name and image, so are we. You want to go out there and say, you know, that you're, uh, I don't know, I'm Zion Williamson from Duke. I, I can't even say that. I can't say I'm, I'm Zion Williamson. I didn't play at Duke, and I can't wear the jersey or the number because that don't belong to me. That belongs to the school in NCAA. So really short of signing autographs and things of that nature. And you can't hand there again. You, if you're in your school jersey, you can't then the school gets a cut. So how much money are they really going to end up getting? All right. Like Johnny Football that year, uh, Manziel, he, uh, the, the NCAA and Texas A&M, they were selling his jersey. I mean, they weren't selling his jersey, but they were selling that jersey with a number two on it and making a killing off that. Now, yeah, they, I mean, they should get something. Yeah. If, there's, if they put the number 67 on there, are they going to sell a lot of those? No. I don't you know, know where the um, – I would argue, though, that it's really opening up a, a can of worms. Uh, yeah, because what you're going to see schools do is, okay, well, you're really, really good. And if you're going to make that kind of money off autographs and all this kind of shit, why do we need to give you a full-ride scholarship for? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's... You know, the, well, that argument is going to pop up at some point sooner or later. Somebody's going to come to the conclusion, and then you're going to have... And it's not an argument I've heard yet, but I maybe it's just because it's not a well-known one. What is uh, somebody who who is a scientist? And I just discovered this wonderful thing, but I did it when I was a fifth-year grad student at wherever. Do I get a cut of that? That intellectual property is that going to be something I can cash a check on? Or does the university get you get to, you know, like they do now? They get to get rich on my research, not me. Yeah. No, I, I don't feel know. Like players should get some type of stipend, like if it's one hundred fifty dollars a week, or which that can lead to issues too. With you know, have yeah, I, I don't know what the answer gambling, is. But, but I actually, something. you know what they should do? This is what they should do. They should make it like the California child actors law. While you're a member of an NCAA school and you play professional, or if you play on a sports team or whatever it is, uh, the school has to collect a, you know, it's 10% or 5% or whatever the number, whatever number they dream up. That money goes into an account and it sits there. And when you're done school, you get your money. Hmm. So you can't go crazy with it while you're there. It still kind of keeps everybody on somewhat of a of a the same playing field because even though you're going to make money, you're not going to get it yeah. by being at the school. Although that probably yeah I don't you know that just probably leads to more problems too though. Is, oh I thought I was worth this much and they didn't count this. <laughs> they didn't pay me the right amount of interest. Right. And, oh God well, yeah I mean yeah, there's no perfect solution, but that's probably right. a better one than nothing. Yeah, well, like I said, if a stipend would come in, then you're going to have the track team. Well, we, get a, we should get $150 for the rifling team. Well, we, you know, everybody. Could. Well, you get the, you're going to get the argument like you get for men's and women's sports. Right. 
Okay. Yeah. Should, the, be got, the should the members of the Alabama track and field team get the same amount of money as the members of the football team who generate yeah. hundreds of millions and the track team don't make a dime? Right. And yeah. I don't know how all of that works. And then you got guys like Tebow who come out and say it's ridiculous they shouldn't get anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, well, and there is there is some truth to that. You nobody's holding a gun to your head to play college sports. True. Why do you do it to get into the pros, right? I mean, you know, yeah, to, to be a prof- or to be a professional athlete, and that's the reward is that yeah. we allow you that chance. Yeah, and we give you a full scholarship, and you go to school for free. I think I I would like to see it tied to staying in school somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think too, way too many of them do the one and one and done is not good for the sport or for the kids. Yeah. Well, the problem, big problem is, is all these, uh, and I, you know, I, I, to some degree, I agree with him. But the big drawback is these presidents of these schools and uh, these bowls make money off these bowls and stuff. I mean, uh, they're making millions off these kids, the players, and uh, the players aren't. I mean, somebody's benefiting. From it, and the players are wondering, we should be. Why shouldn't we get be benefiting yeah, some off you know, of it? I don't know what you, what the solution is. I just know when you go to a big school. Well, I mean, I haven't physically been to one, but even here in Canada, I mean, the, the local college, even the setup they have is ridiculous. And I can just I shudder to think what you know, like what does the football facility at the University of Alabama look like? And what did it cost to build? And what does it cost to run? And that money is all coming off the sweat of guys who may only play there for a year or two and leave. Yeah. Although they don't leave college football as fastly as they seem to do for basketball. Oh, no, no. And they're not, well, I don't think they're mature enough to play or physically built enough to play in the NFL like after their first year, you know. Yeah, the uh, physicality of, of NFL football is a lot, a big, much bigger NBA. leap than in basketball. That's true. Yeah. Wow. You know, the ear, I don't know what the answer players. is. They they need to come up with something though. It's broken. That's that's for sure. I, I don't yeah. know what. The, it might be hard to find the, a solution too. Cause you know, they're gonna well, you're not going to find a perfect one. Yeah. That doesn't exist. So they're going to have to something come up with something that at least gives them some money to shut everybody up about that part. And then they'll have to figure out how they're going to handle. Like, I mean, you know, like you said, I mean, let's say, all right, for LSU, let's say they win out and they go to, they win the the national championship. How much money did they get for getting into the BCS? Oh, man. I don't even know what the payment is, but it's ridiculous. They got millions. Yeah, it's a ridiculous uh, sum. Well, millions for uh, all those big bowl games. I mean, yeah, it's a ridiculous sum. So much percentage of, of it goes to the conference and stuff. So other teams. What what percentage of that should go to the players? <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. How I don't know what the answer is. Yeah. I don't know what the I don't know what the answer is even for like okay television money. Like, what is a school like? Uh, well, any of the football ones or any of the big basketball schools. Like, you know, what does a school like North Carolina make on its basketball games being televised? I mean, I'm I'm going to guess it's in the tens of millions, yeah. I would think. 
I don't know what the ESPN pays to the NCAA for college basketball rights for a year. Well, you see, a few years over. ago, Texas Longhorns got paid so much they had their own network. Like there's ACC and SEC network now. For right. The, uh, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, when you think that um, people pay to watch those games now, you know, they're making. <laughs> I mean, what do you millions. think that Fox is paying what fifty million dollars? What was it? Yeah, $50 million a year for, for SmackDown once a week. Wow. You know, what are they what what are they getting paid for, you know, however many college basketball games they end up showing on on ESPN over the course of a, of a, of a college basketball season? I'm going to see if I can look that up. I don't know if that's a number you can find or not, but because uh, it's got to be massive. There's so many teams and so many games. Like I mean, just the advertising alone, alone has got to be through the roof. You know, Tim. I, while you're looking that up, I I don't know about you, and I'm not trying to shift gears a whole, but the playoffs. You know, the four teams. I feel like that uh, there should be a 16 team playoff. Uh, the ten ten conference champions should all be in, and then have six at large bids. Uh, you know, I know the bowl tie-ins and stuff make might make that hard, but I just I feel like everybody should be given a chance. That way, you know, all the like the MAC and Conference USA, just like kind of like in the uh, NCAA basketball tournament, which I know you know you don't Alabama might or LSU might be playing Cincinnati or uh, even Ohio U or Akron or somebody in the first round if they would win the MAC, but I believe those teams could. You know, they recruit, yeah, hey, you want to have a chance to play in the national? You can play a chance to make to the playoffs or, you know, something of that. It's another West. one is I just don't know where does it stop. Yeah, where do you draw the line? First, it was you know no championship game. Then it was a one versus two. That wasn't good enough. Then it was four. Then yeah. if you're number five, well, it should really be six. Yeah. <laughs> You're ranked seventh. Geez, it really ought to be eight teams. <laughs> I don't well, know I think after well, well, after that, probably eight would. I think one day they'll go to eight. I don't know when, but uh, uh, yeah, it's a possibility they could. The um, Atlantic Coast Conference gets paid two hundred forty million dollars a year for their sports rights for men's bat. Uh, full rights to ACC men's basketball and any other sports ESPN cares to dabble in. That's just the ACC. Yeah. Pac-12 gets $250 million. The Big Ten gets $112 million, and they're on and so forth. Big 12, $200 million. We're talking billions of dollars a year. And that's just ESPN. That is not covering anything else. I mean, I don't even know what CBS and ABC and NBC and Fox and all these other places, whatever they're paying to to show, whatever it is they show. Yeah. Well, I know there's a That's Big Ten insane. network. There's a, I get them. There's a Big Ten. There's ESPN. There's SEC. Yeah, then the that, that doesn't count all the local coverage that happens. Yeah. You know, or Nate Bush and Chris Kidd calling the uh, – the uh, Logan Wildcats versus the Chapmanville Tigers. Yeah. 
you know, 50 bucks. <laughs> Actually, on that note, Dan, before we end the show, we've got about 10 minutes left. Uh, I've got eight minutes left. Um, I asked Nate to send me the link for the football game last night, and he said there isn't one. I said, why is that? I thought you were broadcasting. He says, yeah, but only on the radio. No video. I said, why is that? Uh, I guess a man, I believe it was, felt that it was hurting their ticket sales to the game. Wow. Well, that's And I I said, you've got to be kidding me. Like. Well, I I mean, I don't see their complaint. They said the reason they didn't sell any tickets to the last game is because they were playing somebody that was so god-awful nobody would want to watch it. Yeah. Well, I don't know what's considered a good crowd at a West Virginia high school football game, but I would think it would have to be a fairly good number. Um, well, it, it, and people around here are like that. If they're not playing worth a crap, you yeah. know, it's... a lot of college sports or, or high school sports are like that. We we follow the winner, and well, a lot of sports period are like that. We support a winner, and when they don't win, or they're playing somebody who isn't any good, nobody wants any part of it. I don't know what it costs to watch a high school football game, but I don't know what a ticket goes for. But uh, Maybe five know, or six dollars. I mean, I do know West Virginia is a, a poorer state, so maybe that does come into play at some point. I, I don't know. I told uh, them to give me their email address. I'd fire off a nasty email. How am I supposed to watch a game in Canada, you jerks? <laughs> I, I don't know if, uh, you know, a lot of your, you don't have, I guess, the pride in all your your the the students the student body is not as into the games as they once were. Like, uh, I guess well, there's say. two. I think that's just a case of the world has opened up so much. Yeah, that there yeah, was a time right. when if you wanted to watch high school football, well, you walk and you lived in Logan. Well, you went down and watched Logan play whoever the hell it was they were playing. Yeah. People didn't think about, or you know, you very rarely would anybody drive to another town to watch a game. Right. It happened, but not like it does now. Where, or you know, like I said, you can watch on the internet, or there's ten thousand other sports you can watch. Why would I watch that if I can stay at home and zip yeah. open my three hundred channel cable package and watch whatever I want? Yeah. Yeah. There's not. Heart, you're right, and that's what it is too. It's you know games and uh, phones, and it's just you know, most people do go to games to stay on their phone most of the time. And then, like, uh, well, there was a there was a time when, and I'm talking like 40s and 50s even, where the majority of people never went any further than 50 miles from where they were born. Yeah, it, it wasn't because no, you just you just didn't, and now, well, even the you know, a lot of people, the minute they can get out of the small town they live in, they get the hell out. Yeah, there's which just I, a lot of I, Which I don't understand because I'm actually a small town. Yeah. I I mean, I don't live in a small town, but I wish I did. I yeah. wish I could. Because there is something cool. to be said for small town. Cool spirits at all-time low. I'll just say that. Yeah, there's just too, there's just too many other things to do. Yeah. You know, you don't. And and that used to be, I mean, I know you're maybe not old enough, but maybe back in where you live maybe was like that. Um, There used to be a time when, you know, the the Saturday night dance or the county fair or whatever it was, 
those were all social gatherings for people to meet because they didn't get to any other times. They were too busy working. Right. But now kids, you know, they see each other whenever they want. And if they can't, they got a phone and they can look at each other and talk from the wherever they're at. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they don't have to they don't Not have to leave the house anymore. to socialize. Right. Yeah. That used to be fun to do, just go meet and just hang out. Well, that's where all heck, I mean back in not not well, even in my day. That's where you you that was a chance to meet somebody that was outside of your circle. Right. And now, well, that's, people don't have circles anymore for the most part. <laughs> They just, you know, you, you can contact anybody. I mean, when I was a, when I went to college, that would have been 1985. A phone call from with the city I lived in, went to school in, to home, was 65 cents a minute to call home, and that was a lot of money back then. You know, you didn't yeah. a 10 minute phone oh, call yeah. cost you 10 bucks. That yeah. was a lot of money. Now. I can you can Skype with anybody in the world for free for as long as you care to sit there and do it. Yep. And it's changed things. It's opened. It's it's changed things in good ways and it's changed them in bad ways too. There's a you know the whole social media uproar about anything that people don't like is ridiculous. Just, you know, can't you just not like it and just leave it be? <laughs> well, you got to go kick it. But I guess you can, so people do, and you know, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and all this nonsense. And there's good parts, good things about it, but there's a lot of bad stuff too. Right. But yeah, it seems like it's got more bad than good lately. It's it's people. It's awfully brave to. I mean, I can throw a rock at somebody who lives in West Virginia and never have to worry about seeing them. You know, it's easy to tell somebody that you don't agree with them and yell at them and all that when you're, you're right. there's no, you know, you never have to back it up, right? Right. Keyboard warriors, as they call it. There's a lot of them. You know, look at the wrestling community. <laughs> I mean, it's just ridiculous, the hatred that goes on there, but that's more talk for another day. But anyways, we're we're down to, we've got down to nitty-gritty time here, so anybody who bothered to keep listening for all this time, you're a brave soul. <laughs> You uh, but, got a uh, stone cold lock? Who's your stone cold lock? I mean, it's it was tough this week. Oh boy, by. my stone cold lock. Um, Jesus, really? Uh, boy, I only got two minutes it's here. Um, my stone cold lock will be the Ravens. The Ravens to cover. The Ravens to beat the Bengals by ten. I didn't really spend a lot of time thinking about that, but I've, most of these games are so iffy that I don't know. Yeah, they all. I, mean, they, I, I have miles between Green Bay and Seattle. Uh, oh, Green Bay, yeah, Green Bay, maybe. But yeah, no, I, I, I took. Well, I'll stick with the Ravens. I'll, I'll, I'll run with that. Yeah, I, I, I like the Packers after coming off a loss like that. I think they're going to regroup, and uh, even though in Seattle, close second. Yeah, you're not, you're not wrong there. I don't think. That's a pretty good pick. All right, well, with that note, we'll wrap her up. Thanks to anyone who listened, and I hope everybody does well tomorrow. And uh, we'll call it a day from Tim and Jeff. So everybody have a good night, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this broadcast on the Wide Men Radio Network located at blogtalkradio.com. 
slash wide men can't jump. You can check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash wide men can't jump for more exclusive content only available to our Patreon members. You can find this program and others like it on iTunes, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Google Play, FM Flash, iHeartRadio, and more. Just search Wide Men Can't Jump. Thanks to our sponsors, the law offices of Stephen P. New at newlawoffice.com, stripcamfun.com, Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC, located at facebook.com slash Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC, and Stay Classy Meets. Well, you can check them out at stayclassymeats.com and use promo code WIDEMEN to save 10% on your order and receive a free pound of Montana grass-fed ground beef. Follow us on Twitter, at WideJump, and be sure to keep up with all the content that's being posted there. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Wide Men Radio Network.